please let me back inside Welcome to our final Queen episode. We have made it to the end, and thank you for joining us for this one. This is the posthumous episode, posthumous uh, album for Freddie. Uh, this is 1995, late 1995's Made in Heaven, and an interesting album it is. 13 tracks. We will be covering all 13 of them, although uh, yeah and untitled might just get a little passing, uh, but we're going to be doing it all, taking it all to the end. We've gotten this far we've covered every queen song to date and we might be doing a little retrospective on the band too as we have done 15 albums uh or this being the 15th this is definitely a time to share thoughts and uh maybe write a little epitaph to the band as they will probably in all likelihood never release original music again um so you know it's kind of a a sad ending i suppose but uh, i mean i've had a lot of time to think about it being that this is 1995 and the year is 2021 and uh freddie's been gone a long time so i think his legacy has been re-upped many times through uh the movies and you know everything else that has been around so i guess what we're gonna be talking about today the questions to ponder was it all worth it should they have done this or should they have left some of these songs on the freddie solo records and ridden off into the sunset with the show must go on we will find out and tonight it is my turn to start with my opening statement uh yeah i haven't thought of a 10 score but my statement will be this is a respectable catharsis for the grieving band that i'm not sure quite translates to the listener i'm gonna give this one a 5.5 out of 10 chris uh your thoughts yeah, I uh, actually kind of agree with what you said. Um, it was funny, after going through this the first time, I kind of, sadly, it was exactly what I was expecting, uh, almost too predictable, where it's uh, it's it's overly ethereal, I mean, to the point where you feel like Freddie is really singing from heaven. I mean, there's a lot of, and this is coming from a guy who likes kind of, uh, kind of big-sounding, kind of ethereal songs. Um, I also kind of equated it to, uh, like, this is almost like Queen's Division Bell, uh, but without any, like, back to life or high hopes. Yeah, songs that really kind of have that thing that just kind of sticks into you. That's going to carry uh, it, yep. yeah. Um, and, yeah, where sometimes the songs just... I, I, like I said, I had to listen to this album a few times just to try to, to remember, because a lot of this, the etherealism almost takes over, you know, where the songs almost blend into one thing, which isn't necessarily... Uh, it doesn't necessarily work in his favor. And again, I know Kevin uh, yeah, has pointed out that uh, this thing that I've used a couple of times in our discussion as far as where the band continues to give me crumbs when I want the full pieces. And there's a lot of that on here. Uh, where they it's were like, oh, that's. with crumbs in their defense, though. Yeah. And I, again, there are a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, that's really neat. Like, okay, you can see there's like, but that just doesn't get all the way to where you want it to go. Uh, and again, like I've said on the last couple of records, yeah, Freddie, I know Freddie's technically not here physically, but in spirit, and yeah, the, the vocals really kind of keep the material higher than it is. Yeah, I think without it, I, I don't see this record being any more than just a normal kind of weird 90s, like AOR, yeah, from kind of like a faith, faceless band, I hate to say. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of heartfelt stuff in here, but again, a lot of it sometimes also comes off as a little uh, kind of like stock yeah, generic words, a 
a lot of love songs on here. There's like three or four where love is in the title and that kind of. Yeah, it was the most common Queen lyric, and they are definitely packing yeah, it in here. Right. And, but here it just sounds like where it's just like a, almost like a textbook, like love, like approaches at writing about love where it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily add anything new to the. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, again, this is very, because again, we're talking about Queen here. It's very competently put together everything is very strong this is not made by amateurs uh and that uh just according to my personal rules uh, will garner a six out of ten yeah okay right around me alex where are you headed interesting so i know we were talking quite a bit po- before the show and it seemed like people weren't too excited to cover this album uh, but i'm going to surprise some people i happen to like this album quite a bit mm. Uh, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. Uh, I thought it was, I said, surprisingly a great album. I said nothing I hate here and nothing I'd really necessarily skip. Uh, I think there was a few returnable tracks, and honestly, even though it's a little safer and a little less unique than Innuendo, I think it's more consistent over the 13 tracks. Um, yes, there are some safe tracks on here. There's definitely, like you said, some kind of mid-90s AOR. There's one song in particular that just kind of sounds like a generic sort of like 90s B-list background music, something that would just be in the movie. Um, but overall, I was pretty impressed. And and not that this swayed me or anything, but I read a, a bit that Brian said in, in t- 2013. He said, uh, this might be the pop possibly be the best queen album we ever made uh it it has so much beauty in it it was a long long process painstakingly put together a real labor of love and yeah i mean i didn't do a whole lot of research into like where these songs came from but the fact that it seems like a lot of this was just freddie recording the vocals before he passed away and then them kind of melding the music around it i was really impressed with how they did that so uh, yeah, I like this album more than innuendo. <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven. Strong score. Kevin, close it out. I'm probably going to be someplace in between those two uh, viewpoints. Uh, my kind of one statement was going to be strong on first impression, and it's been slightly down since there, but we'll see where the discussion takes it. Um, and yeah, I probably at this point, maybe like it a little bit more than innuendo, but we'll see. So I'm, I'm going to stick to 6.5, okay. <laughs> and 5.5, 6, 6.5 and 7. Okay. I'm, su- okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm the lowest here, but, uh, yeah. uh, as far as the queen love overall goes, because this will be the last episode for queen and love it or flush it right now, Kevin, as usual, uh, bringing up the rear with only 58% queen love. <laughs> Uh, Alex at 60%, uh, I myself at 67%, and Chris, 69% of Queen, you are uh, approving of. So pretty good uh, polling numbers for you, Uh, Kevin. uh, Well, we'll see where it ends up, but uh, I think we know that uh, Kevin will be at the bottom, and uh, either Chris and I will be the biggest Queen fan after this 15-track. To be fair, uh, albums like Flash Gordon don't help that rating. Yeah, yeah, but we're yeah. comparing each other. True. I, I was not true. loving Flash yeah. Gordon either. Yeah. Wait, Mark, what are you, 67 or 66? I'm 66. You're 69. Okay, so 3%. Okay, we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we'll see <laughs> how it goes. 13 of these tracks, and I'm telling you already, I'm probably going to be flushing, yeah. But uh, we'll get there. Um, I'm not sure what the... Well, we'll get there. Yeah. 
All right. It's a beautiful day. Because no. you're 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 the one actually uh, with the home court advantage on this one, but um, you know I, I love the nothing is gonna stop me now callback the, the don't stop me now. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a sucker for that being uh, my favorite Queen song and my made up thread throughout the Queen albums, uh, starting with that one all the way to uh, innuendo. Uh, just the intro of this song, man, it just reminds me of of being in like the Adler Planetarium in Chicago and just like being in some dark room and they're like talking about Jupiter and you've just got this like ding, ding like this really heavy synth and, and, and I, and I have a headache, you know, like when like you're just kind of tired of the museum. Yeah. It's just like, all just, like oh, heavy no. synth. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Like those beating synths and those like, yeah, I, did, I didn't mind it. It reminded, it reminded me of the Truman show. So I kind of like, yeah. That helps. That helps. Whoa. It really does. I, I, yeah, I know the synth, like, wasn't the greatest, but I just thought there was so much passion in his voice and the fact that, I mean, I don't know when he recorded these vocals, but I'm going to imagine it was post innuendo. And I'm like, man, it just reminded me so much of classic queen. And I'm like, man, like just the passion and the, the drum buildup. I thought it was great. I thought this was a great opener. I think yeah. short and sweet. That it's hard I to liked, think. Yeah. It was just, that it was a piano song without being a typical queen piano song. Well, yeah, the band yeah, they, comes in, it helps. I would yeah, say it's that not, it's not a, it's not a kick the door down rocker, but it's one of those ones where if you go see a band live and like they kind of open with the slow one to yeah. kind of lull yeah. you in, and then the second track is the big thing. That's kind of how I approach this. Right. No, I, I get it. Especially when it gets into that, uh, like after the first verse, we're just like, dun, dun. it's like, okay, yeah, that's, there's the, and again, I mean, a lot of this is all, uh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember, do you guys know if this was recorded during a new ando? I couldn't remember. There was a lot of, Stuff I had to sift through. Not this uh, one specifically. I do know other tracks are okay. pulled from apparently, like, solo records. Apparently, the genesis of this song came around the game era. Oh wow! So that's at least uh, the piano part. Yeah. And the but the the vocals though were from and you ended was that with the uh, that I don't know. I don't okay because he that. sounds really good and that's the thing like sifting through his vocals on this album like where there are moments where you're like man he sounds really yeah like like where it sounds like a decade earlier and then you read like oh I guess it kind of was. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like early 80s when he recorded this. So. And that's, that's part a, of my problem with this record is do I evaluate it just as a, a greatest clips album? Like, you know, the greatest yeah. B-sides never put to record? Or do I evaluate it as a Queen album in the chronology of Queen? Right. No, I know. Yeah, especially with yeah. and, and especially judging it based on like Freddie's vocal. Because like, like I said, he's, it sounds really good on here. But it's like, okay, well, a lot of it was taken from when he was still in his kind of at his peak physically where it's here where you can not that he surprisingly wasn't doing well on innuendo but uh but you can tell like there's a little bit of like yeah that sounds kind of like the game or jazz or 
uh, or any, yeah, or just that early when he was really kind of kicking butt. Uh, so yeah, it's hard to judge it. Like, can you yeah, do just based on the quality of the material, or yeah, because like, okay, I guess you could slack it for like, okay, this isn't necessarily yeah, Freddy because he's gone at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. how do you? Yeah, so do you? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird. You kinda, have to build yeah. the songs around him and what was already recorded. You can't. Yeah, there's no way to get yeah. him to say that. Let's, let's yeah. quiet this down. Take a different take. You know, it's. I, right. I liked the way this opened, though. I don't know. It is no, it's great. It's, it's, and it's yeah, and I know I criticized it in the uh, uh, as far as it being too ethereal, but I think that was I think this was a good way to open that as far as what they were feeling at this time, because again, it's kind of looking being retrospective and kind of yeah, uh, yeah, where it's yeah, kind of like maybe they how, maybe I mean yeah, how could they not heading into the studio and he's obviously not there, you know? That's obviously right. Be a huge. Yeah, I think my yeah, I think my problem. I think I wish they wouldn't have just been so heavy handed with the ethereal feel of the. I wish they would have kind of like okay, we're gonna. But I don't know, like it's based yeah. on the material. Like, what kind of material was available? Was it just a lot of this? I mean, I don't, I don't know where it's just a lot of these kind of. Uh, but I would have loved to have seen just a heavy rocker, just to like, okay, like we're gonna, as far as paying tribute to our 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 dead friend, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw everything that over our career. We're gonna pull out all the stats. We're gonna do a heavy rocker. We're gonna do a, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they just never did that. Maybe they didn't have that material. Maybe at the, that the material they were pulling for, maybe that that was past that seventies kind of rock proggy rock era maybe they, this is yeah they were just like okay this is just like the 80s kind of synth pop and kind of and singer songwriter uh sure uh, i'll give a general comment just to close out this song yeah personally i am well known by now to really hate things that are out of their time anachronistic i suppose although mm-hmm. the other way whatever the opposite of anachronism would be uh i really hate 80s in the 90s I, I just can't stand an album oh, that comes 80s out in 94. in the 90s? Okay. Yeah, yeah an album that yeah. comes out in 94, it sounds like it should have came out in 87. It just makes me cringe. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how many, I don't care how many years have passed. I just don't like it. But for some reason, Queen gets a pass with me on all of that. I don't know. There's something about Queen that I'm willing to accept some of the songs that are coming up uh, for being much more like fish out of water in 1995. I mean, think about what was going. Nirvana's already gone, right? Yeah. By 95, I mean, you're ready. Your second wave of grunge. I mean, you're almost like corn. <laughs> like, you know, like it's starting to right. break big, right? 96 or something like that. 94 was the first album, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, then yeah. now you've got like Mother Love or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like Freddie's <laughs> just not, not, you know, happening in this time, uh, yeah. at least in the U.S., so. All right, let's move on to uh, one of those Freddie solo songs, Made in Heaven. When stormy weather comes around, it was made in heaven. When sunny skies break through behind the clouds, I wish it could last forever. That's fine. I could see oh, Alex. Keep it going. Yeah, keep oh, that one going. In my rolling history, 
looking to find my goal. I mean, Brian May has had a lot of iconic moments, and might this be the last of them? That's another good one on here at all. But yeah, it's well, funny. One thing, one yeah, thing I'll ahead. say too, yeah. and this is kind of, I guess, what I was saying about a lot of these songs sound safe. Um, I mean, there's nothing crazy unique. It, to me, almost, I, I could see how people would consider a lot of these things like Freddie solo songs because well, some was. of, oh, it was? Okay. Well, some yeah. of the songs definitely, like the composition musically are kind of like classic. Like I would almost equate I know this is a bit of a reach, but maybe you'll kind of get where I'm get going with this. It's almost like Freddie is kind of singing like over like a Frank Sinatra album or something like that. Like some of the songs are very kind of classically written, mm-hmm. and he's just singing over them, but making it his own song. Yeah, kind of like, like like his own unique version of like crooning, like that crooning. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Which, yeah, which which I get. Yeah. Which I get. There's there's not like uh, I'm going slightly mad in this album. Like that's very unique, and like they didn't really do anything like that. So that's that's where I get why like innuendo is more of the unique like taking chances album but mm-hmm. this to me is just more digestible over the 13 tracks or at least the 11 tracks mm-hmm. so that's why I'm like if I'm gonna put on an album to listen to all the way through that's why I say this one's more consistent all the way through but is it safer yeah they're, they're taking yeah. less chances well, this right. one was originally from mr. bad guy uh, oh, yeah you're right yeah, I have some of that to play it's in very interesting um, yeah, and, and, and I will say I did listen to the other, the Mr. Bad Guy tracks too. I will say that uh, out of the couple that I listened to, or I think I listened as Kevin did most of them, uh, I prefer Queen. <laughs> Yeah, there is a fatness. Well, yeah, there's a fatness. You can tell there's a fatness to the uh, to the sound. But uh, yeah, this was definitely a stocks on the rise uh, moment for me. Uh, again, just kind of getting into the vibe of the record. Um, yeah, like the chorus, especially, I think really got me because it's a very again. That's where Freddie is kind of that that he's the hook for me. Like, okay, so you take kind of meandering material and then you get stick Freddie's voice in there, and it's like, okay, yeah, there we go. Okay, kind of yeah, he's. That was, I mean, that was, if there was anything as far as the mid to late 80s into the 90s, I mean, Freddie was the one who kind of carried the albums. Yeah, without him, I think, being involved, I think I don't think these would have worked uh, as well. And yeah, uh, and as far as Brian's playing, uh, I know I kind of I have a couple of criticisms on this record. Some of his solos do kind of sound the same. Even their placement sometimes is a little predictable. Gotta uh, even be careful for because solos. there are a few yeah. uh, John Deacon guitar parts on this record. Are there really? I yeah. uh, must admit, maybe, okay, maybe you can point those out for me. But uh, Or just the guitar <laughs> playing in general um yeah sometimes like okay it doesn't really it just sounds like the one that came before it and doesn't uh uh but here it's it definitely it fits the song it's almost lyrical in a way uh and uh yeah it's funny uh that intro really uh, that was another thing that kind of jumped out at me uh uh for i guess for better and for worse uh, where it sounded like a flash gordon kind of song where that big bump bump you know like that kind of oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that was something off of that cutting room floor, or if that was something that was that they brought in, or if that, or if that was off of the solo record. Gordon stuff on the cutting yeah. room floor. Leave it to <laughs> yeah. Didn't somebody uh, burn that already? Right, and it's funny. I mean, if I talk about a record that just lifts on as far as just the the kind of heavy handedness of kind of living your life and kind of going for it. Uh, this is another one uh, as far as following your destiny uh, and taking it with the good and the bad, but giving it your all. Uh, it's like okay, I get that. That's a nice kind of 
Uh, I wish they only would have done it once, but they kind of that's pretty much kind of a really heavy handed theme. But maybe that's it. I mean, again, this is our this is kind of paying homage to Freddy. I mean, maybe I can see this. Sometimes it just feels like it's not. Yeah, where it's just kind of again, I've used the word stock and trade you know, where it doesn't really add anything to that topic. It just kind of is almost like reading the dic- the dictionary definition. Like, OK, like, all right, I can. But yeah, do you think they're not getting queen? better with that now? It just is what it is. At yeah. Well, yeah. Now, and now they're kind of like, oh, let's do one of Freddie's songs and then. Like, uh, they're, they're hamstrung by the lyrics, but maybe they pick a different one, you know, or maybe they only do one instead of two. I, so I, I, know. I know a guy who, uh, so, um, you know, my background is film and, and I know a bunch of, uh, editors and, and VFX guys and whatever. I knew somebody who edited a film that was one shot and like the entire film is one continuous shot. And it was just, this is just a funny aside. He just he was complaining about the number of edits the director was asking him to make. It's like, how many times can you re-edit a film that's one shot? Like, this is really not a whole <laughs> way about this. And, and with this album, it's like, how, like, how do you change the lyrics of somebody who's dead? Right. What, it's like, what, how many times can Brian May sing it? Well, yeah, you know, that's what I was trying to point. People are expecting Freddy. You know, these were like, the lyrics in Made in Heaven, or on the the Mr. Bad right. Guy, and, and that's just what it's going to be. Well, I understand. I think it was just that they all they just they started really getting into it as, throughout that like seven eight years or whatever. Just as far as these kind of again, it's almost like uh, the dictionary definition of a specific socially conscious or personal topic of mm-hmm. self discovery or or kind of going for it or whatever. Where it's yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's just kind of yeah. The lyrics don't really take you as far as I would hope, as far as just kind of a journey. Right. Maybe that makes it more personal. To, yeah. I don't know where everybody can relate to it. Like, okay, yeah, that's me. Uh, maybe it that was much much point. better when it's yeah. fully introspective. Right. Yeah. When, when it's here, one hundred percent about Freddie. Right. But if it's just about like this whole you know miracle on earth and peace right. to everybody in Israel yeah, and Jerusalem right, or whatever, right. <laughs> like it just it's, yeah. it's bad. And yeah. I was trying to back up Chris's point with the fact that, like, maybe, you know, Chris is saying, like, eh, it's a little heavy-handed to all the, like, the band, maybe you should have picked a different Freddy solo song or something if you, you know, if you were, were going to go, if like, you're gonna, if you're gonna do that, go down that route. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if they, if with this record, we can talk about it more at the end, where they were just trying to relate it to as many, where it's like, okay, you just put down, like, again, a stock and trade topic. And you don't embellish it too much because you want to bring everybody in. You're like, okay, but yeah, it's like you don't want to give you don't want to give it too many, uh, too much. I think Sting talked about that with. Uh, I remember in an interview with songwriting where he said you don't sometimes you don't want to get too personal where it where it kind of takes the person out of the song where it's like, well, I can't relate to it. But here, I think they went again. This, I mean, this is what was available. I get that, but it's like I wish they would have when they were all together where they would have kind of got found a balance, which is hard. I mean, as we all know, as songwriters, I mean, it's it's hard to find that balance. I mean, that's what it's yeah. All about, but I felt here it was just too on the other side of the spectrum of just kind of yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. I have not, not listened to Freddie's yeah. solo album, um, but maybe they could have chose just looking at the song titles here. Perhaps let's turn it on or fooling around <laughs> instead of this whole posthumous, uh, you know, uh, uh, save Africa type of stuff. Well, Chris, okay. you know, yeah. I hope after Made in Heaven, you're ready for uh, Let Me Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. Don't you yeah. take another little piece of my soul? Why don't you shape it, shake it till you really in control? All you do is take, and all I do is give. All that I'm asking is a chance to live. So let me live. So let me live. 
say, okay, it's neat having, again, where you got three vocal. I don't, have there, has there been another Queen song where you had uh, Roger, uh, Brian uh, on one I don't on one think track. So. I think this is the uh, only one. Sorry, you mean Brian and Rod Stewart uh, yeah. on a track? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. This was a. I think that uh, I, that was one of my questions actually. But luckily, I have. Enough. I know it was. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm sorry. So much like him anyway. It yeah. sounds so much like Rod Stewart. Holy yeah, I could, oh, I could. Yeah, it was funny. I think more than any other time, you could really feel Roger's rasp, like that, like that. Again, that Rod Stewart kind of. Yeah, where it almost you could almost mistake him for it, but uh, and there was it, a song. What was the song? Was it on Innuendo when he goes, "Freddie Mercury"? Oh yeah, where I'm like, I said it. I'm like, I said it there too. I'm like, Roger sounds so much like Rod Stewart. Yeah, it's great. It, it sounds good. I mean, I mean, they all sound good here. Uh, again, yeah, just I don't know, just the gospel and the ethereal vibe. Just I don't know. It just sounds a little kind of again heavy. Hey, I'll take this over all God's people. Oh yeah, um, I will do it. <laughs> And even the, uh, that, and it, I know it wasn't, uh, I think it was in the, uh, I don't know if that was mixed in with the chorus or not, but yeah, to take a little piece of my heart. I couldn't not think of Janis Joplin. I mean, that, even the way that they say it almost, and it, it's said enough where it actually kind of bugged me, where it was almost like they took that influence and just kind of made that a part of the, so I'm like, oh God, what do you, and again, here we have another song about, okay, uh, people that depend on each other, but are in a dysfunctional relationship, but that's just what they are. They need each other. I know they, how many times has queen done that? I know there were, uh, there were, uh, uh, a few in the earlier days where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, again, a little, a little generic, but again, I know they're probably trying to, again, they're probably trying to be universal. That was the word I was trying to look for. Okay. You're not being too personal, but again, like, yeah, I just, at this point, I just, yeah, I feel bad that I just, I don't care. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know why if I, if there's if like am I missing something? I mean, is there? I don't know. I'm sure we'll probably hear about it in the Instagram post. But yeah, I just feel yeah like there's just yeah something missing here that well, here, brings it, it all together. It, yeah. If you didn't think that it was going to be brought all together by the lyrics or the topic or the singing, how about a generic hair metal solo? Oh, I know. Yeah. It gets a little more complicated there, but boy, is that just <laughs> slash with a little I know, bit that's of what I David thought. I thought, Sabo from Skid Row? It is just straight hair metal. Yeah, I kind of thought of like I love it. From Brian I love it. It's I, I like it too. I'm just it saying. Sounds it sounds good because sometimes when Queen takes chances, it's not a good idea. Okay, but here when <laughs> they do when they do safe and they stay in the box. I think it's great. It's 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 uh, it's longevity here. They're going for they're trying to make the whole album a listenable experience, and I think they did a great job. But yeah, I, I, I kind of missed the Queen. I got so used to the Queen, as Chris would say, that they would roll the dice and whatever yeah. they rolled, they went with. And here, it just seems more calculated. They it really roll seven. I, uh, absolutely, they would. Yeah. You know. and this is and that's dangerous to do that kind of solo at ninety five. I mean, I think what the only gold record I think was what Firehouse, our boys. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, they, uh, uh, oh, yeah. but other than that, I mean, nobody was kind of, but again, it sounds good. I mean, again, it's like that good, like fast food. It's just like, I know it's not right. necessarily challenging or good for you, but it just, it, uh, but yeah, I did think of like November rain when he got into that. Uh, I mean, not as iconic as that, but it had that real kind of vibe to it. Uh, well, also, the, the, my yeah, problem yeah. with it is that that is not the first time I'm going to mention this on the track by track. I got okay. a whole bunch lined up. Okay, all right. Can't okay. Wait to I hear it, I like how they have the three vocalists. I think that's a yeah. cool feature, and they're almost laughing in our face. 
You know, it's yeah, 1995. Guys Most guys have marbles in their mouth, you know, just mm-hmm. hacking it out. <laughs> but uh, no, we got three guys who can sing. I love the way Roger's singing. And then Freddie comes in the chorus. Because you you're just like, oh. Come on. That's, you know, guys, I mean, we're like three years away from Fred Durst here, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and to be band. fair, to be fair, the music I like, I mean, outside of like mid-90s Van Halen and, and maybe some ACDC and stuff, like the 90s, I'll admit, I'm more of like the grunge, punk, pop punk right. kind of thing. Like yeah. that's, you know, I don't really go to a Division Bell or a Made in Heaven or an Innuendo, but... I mean, here it's like it's safe and it's catchy, and it's like okay, I could see right. myself kind of coming it's back. Very, to this. Again, it's very competently done, but again, yeah, sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah, uh, sure. I feel like I said I was waiting for you guys to convince me, like all wholeheartedly. Like okay, there's some, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of neat stuff, but there's just something where like all the interconnections don't necessarily always come together. Um, and uh, I don't know if you guys noticed. I mean, I know as far as how familiar uh, you guys are with the Stones, uh, but uh, in some of the background vocals, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like uh, you can't always get what you want. Hey, Kevin, if you could play a two twenty seven. Yeah. So, but yeah, Floyd. there's yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's David a, Gilmore led Floyd. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, I wish there's so much cool stuff going on here and I just don't feel at all like more uh, more than half of it doesn't necessarily hit for me. Uh, well, yeah, because yeah. when they because when Queen yeah. tries to do that gospel thing with Jesus or yeah. all God's people, it's like a little off and it's not necessarily yeah. like our favorite thing, but it's definitely like unique. It's a unique take to this. Yeah, like you said, it, it it's kind of doing the Janis Joplin Joplin thing, and again, it's like it's it's very much more of a standard kind of gospel track. Right. But I almost kind of like hearing a standard gospel track, but right. with the Queen I, I will, vocals I will say, and the Queen yeah. guitar tone right. on it, because it's like, all right, maybe this is what they should have done from the start. Right. I I will say it's the most fully formed version of what they've done with that kind of thing. I mean, where it's like this sounds like a fully piece that they kind of worked at, where it doesn't just. Uh, uh, but again, I don't know what it. Maybe it's just personal, like like sure. with you, like with you, Alex. With the uh, I, uh, I'm slightly going mad. Where it's not necessarily it's a bad song. It's just that stylistically, it's yeah. just something that doesn't. Oh, connect. at first, yeah. at first, yeah. at first, that song was like that, and I came around to it, and eventually right. it got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of, some kind of, kind of sounds good now. Like I like right. this. So there yeah. again, this is a very confidently very. Yeah, I, I get it, but yeah, just as far as, it's not something I would go back to though. If I did find sure. myself coming yeah. back to this record, no, yeah. yeah, I hear that. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to Mother Love. Mama, please let me back inside. I don't want to make no waves But you can give me all the love that I crave I can take it if you see me cry I long for peace before I die
So David Gilmore, that tone. Well, even it's Mark weird. Knopfler, it's really kinda. weird, but really cool. I don't know what. Uh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll say really quick. Some of those vocal inflections, especially like right before that, kind of the last things that Freddie was singing in that clip. It makes total sense that Paul Rogers came and filled in for and took over for Freddie because just some of the kind of inflections and the vibrato and the voice. I don't know. I haven't looked, so maybe you know listeners can chime in. I don't know if Queen with Paul Rogers ever played this song, but I could totally hear Paul mm-hmm. Rogers killing this one. Yeah, but I, but I, but, I, but I'm very interested because you guys are more of like the '80s. My well, so am I. But I, I want to hear your guys' take on on the mood and the Miami Viceness of this. Oh, song. I know. Okay, so I I don't want to use this in a Miami Vice episode or a Miami Vice reboot or whatever. I want to use this in some kind of retro '80s movie that nobody's ever heard this type of like retro Queen. You know what? Like like a Stranger Things or something or something right. that you would be like, that's Queen. But that's not the queen that I know. Like when did like, Queen like get when they so pulled 80s? out, like when Stranger Things pulled out that Peter Gabriel cover of that David Bowie song, Heroes. Yeah, mm. okay, I've never like, I think. oh, that's Peter Gabriel. Yeah, hang on, that's the, hang on. That's the moment I want to create with this <laughs> yeah. kind of music because it's just yeah. it is very defi- like you can tell it's very Freddy, um, but it's like it's just so rich in 1984ness that. I don't know what would like. There's something that Queen can do that can make me accept that because if any other band put this record out with this type of sound out in '95, knowing that it's in '95 would make me hate it. But something about Queen, maybe it's just knowing that they probably recorded or wrote it back in '84 or whatever. But uh, oh, the the the, and I also love one of my favorite things when they can pull off ten different guitar tones, ten different clean tones in a song. I yeah, love yeah. when they can do that. I love when, it, when producers and guitarists it's, it's can so come together w- yep. and have 10 different clean sounds and they all sound just so lush Great. and rich. I love yeah. how ominous that guitar solo sounds. It's very weird because it doesn't sound initially like a, like when it starts, it sounds like a word synth, but then he gets into this and it, and it fits the tone. This is the one, it's funny. This, yeah, this is the one where everything kind of comes together, even with that dated kind of feel. And again, this all comes down to where sometimes like with what Mark referenced, what I've talked talk about as far as we're rolling the dice and sometimes it really works. And they went out all out on this song and it weirdly comes together. And even the topic, like I'd like, okay, this is not just a stock and trade. This is talking about, I don't want like a night's like a sweaty one night stand. I want a serious relationship. Yeah. I want a, yeah, kind of like the like the kind of love that you have within like within family or whatever. It was funny when mm-hmm. I first read that that title. I'm like, that's kind of awkward. What is he getting? But I'm like, okay, no, it's talking about like you want to tr- uh, to be in a relationship with something that you trust, like you would your mother or, or whatever, or your father or whatever it is. Uh, and I like yeah how he, even the, some of the lyrics are really yeah uh, are very well constructed. Uh, I it was the first time in a while where I kind of appreciated them, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Were they okay? They picked a good one. Yeah, they. 
Yeah, they kind of. It's also got the eeriness. Just sorry, it is. It's it's very how no no, but but even just in how Brian May finishes the song with the last verse. I believe this was Freddie's last recorded uh, piece, Um, and it just reminds me of um, some of the old uh, classical and romantic era composers. Uh, I think it was um, Anton Bruckner was one of them, where he just died in the middle of writing a symphony. And you mm-hmm. just hear the line he was, con- you can like hear the last line he worked on just fall off. And there's something eerie about that death preserved in music that mm-hmm. just takes it yeah. to another level. And just hearing yeah. Brian May step up on it is just, you know, like, you know going into it, last verse. I was going to say, I, I've known about this song for years, actually. And the whole reason is, it's one of those days where, I don't know, you just find yourself browsing the Queen discography on Wikipedia and you you read the story that this was last Freddie's last vocals ever. So I'm like, oh, I'll put that on. And I was not expecting this song, you know, not knowing a whole lot of Queen. I get this mm-hmm. 80s kind of tune. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, wow, this is great. And you get to that middle section that I played and you hear how much power he still has. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, I, but mm-hmm. then when Brian comes in and you're like, he never he never made it back. And it's like, it is such a weight. It is such a weight. And I actually like those little clips that they played. It's just like, it's just haunting to me. This, this yeah. entire song is yeah, so I get sad. It. Yeah, Kevin, can you play, uh, there's, it's a, like a 20 second part, uh, 152, where you go where you got uh, Freddie hitting the high notes into this kind of back into that keyboard part, if you could play that. I just, that brought it together for me. Please let me back inside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like man. yeah, it, it just yeah. That's great. The one thing I wish they wouldn't have like towards the end, where you've got that weird like uh, kind of f- uh, uh, audio footage from uh, the Wembley show, which I felt was kind of like a, like did it really need? And then that weird baby noise at the end, I thought was kind of awkward because that kind of that makes the song almost awkward. Because yeah, that. If you, if you read the lyrics initially, I mean, that's not what it's about. But for whatever reason, I, they thought they had to stick that in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because then it makes like a like a weird relationship between like a child and their mother. Like, that's not what I uh, what I wanted to connect with the song. Like, uh, like, is it or is it not? What is the like where you know, what 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 is the theme here? Uh, but I still think it is. I mean, it's uh, yeah, about yeah, finding like that true soulmate connection. Yeah. Okay, well, that was Mother Love. Uh, I got on to track five here, which is My Life Has Been Saved.
Um, yeah, this is, uh, okay. So when I was talking about moments that I've heard elsewhere, I believe yeah. this is one of those songs that uh, John Deacon fully wrote, played everything. Uh, I'm not sure about drums, but I know he played the guitar solo here, which I'm going to focus on. Uh, there's a line in this guitar solo. Uh, I think it's right here. Okay, I'm going to back up uh, about seven years. John's been listening to a little Chicago. Oh, it, it's, it's yeah. It's, it's, there was definitely some '80s Chicago vibes going on in this album. Also, a little now bit that of Elton. Reminded me. Also, a little bit of Elton John too. I, don't, I was thinking like late '80s, especially in the uh, in the verses. Uh, yeah, just had that kind of over heavily produced yeah. kind of. Uh, it's not a downside and i get that with the 15th album you're not just going to hear like oh let's reinvent ourselves here like it's no, what you're like, get, like, i just feel like there's like there's too much like, guns I, I, and like, roses and then there's some skid yeah, row and then like, there's like, some like, chicago yeah, I mean, and I'm it's an like john fan so i'm not complaining i just i didn't again it was just kind of like oh okay that's nice but again i'm not gonna go back to it necessarily gonna like where it really drew me in uh and it's where if, if you look at the again the lyric guy yeah the, the lyrics aren't very I mean it's pretty much yeah like there's like a main verse of course that but there's no like bridge or anything it's really weird there's no like normal kind of it's just like the main lyric repeats one tw- two or three times and then that's it yeah yeah it doesn't really take you on any kind of journey uh yeah I don't know another weird kind of song very kind of yeah super light but doesn't it's yeah. short. Yeah. It sounded better on that last listen. I'll, I will say this one gave me a little pause. I mean, it's still good. It gave me a little pause coming out of the first four, yeah. but after playing it, and, and I'm drinking some wine here, so maybe that's helping, but after that, <laughs> la- that last little listen there, I'm like, ah, that's a good progression. I like that. Safe, but, you know, cold you know, and calculated, it's, it's funny as Chris says, but good. It's funny because my note, my first note was, Kind of like the chord progression of this song, but I find it to be a bit generic. Yeah, absolutely. Generic is a word that kind of you feel fine yeah. multiple times throughout my notes. But uh, yeah, I did sure. have one warm blank, uh, warm blanket moment at two thirty. Even though it doesn't last very long, but I kind of like that initial. <laughs> like, uh, it's like very, yanked right off you. You're like, right. Ah, that's a nice small toasty blanket, and then the dog right, just yeah. jumps on you and yeah. yanks it off. It's like when you have that blanket that doesn't quite cover your body and you're like feet yeah. are poking out. Yeah, it's a nice blanket this, and then you find a wet this, spot. Yeah, this in was it. the epitome of that. Yeah, if you could do that. That part. That's great. I don't know, this kind of makes me feel like going shopping at Jewel. I will say, <laughs> I will in say, browsing the, <laughs> some the produce cheese section, aisle. Yeah. <laughs> Look at some tortellini. I will uh, say, some of the production on this album is, I mean, I know some of the song structures and stuff are dated, and some of these songs, you know, predate 95, obviously, but... Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at '95, kind of where the production went, even even as like a nostalgia or a clat, I shouldn't say nostalgia, but like a classic rock band like Van Halen, you see like where they went with their production on balance, like how big and huge it sounded. And then this 
I mean, it sounds like, you know, Survivor or something. It's still, yeah. which yeah. I love, I love, I, which I love, Survivor. I mean, that Vital yeah. Signs record's incredible. But, like, yeah. this sounds like something that would have, some of the drums and the reverb and stuff, it's like 95, really? Okay. And, yeah. and as, as much as I don't really care at all for Van Halen Balance and Van Halen 3, you know, you can't say they weren't trying new things 14 albums deep into their career. Right. Yeah, that is true. Um. Anyway... I was born to love you. I can see Mark enjoying himself over there, but I yeah, this song yeah. just annoyed the hell out of me. Oh, really? Yeah, it, 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 it felt this like is an the over, most impressive song in the album. It, it felt like an overproduced like take on like "Don't Stop Me Now," like that kind of where it just has that driving. Like, hey, Kevin, can you start the beginning? I just yeah, where it just kind of starts like that, where it's kind of builds, <sighs> but it's not. Yeah, it doesn't have that that secret sauce. It's overproduced. They yeah, and, just and, and then temp- with it's got that galloping tempo that uh, they can't, uh, "Don't Stop Me Now" has, uh, which yeah, I, I don't know. Like, Mark, so can you can can you pull up the original, Mark? Uh, and again, song? those lyrics, I've never... Yeah. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize I, like, this was like, uh, like, like a pre-song. Yeah, just one thing, and I, like I said, I've been a little critical of the lyrics, but here is where it really just, I couldn't... I, Stand yeah. it, yeah. I know, I know I've, what I was talking about. I listened to this one. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen such a yeah. Like I said, this is just literally like okay, we need to th- we need like lyrics. Like this is like the moment where they're just throwing like okay, we just need to throw something together. Okay, Chris, we need, Chris, let yeah. me show you what Queen brings to the yeah. table. Like yeah. what yeah. the other three members. Wait, wait can I can say something first, real yeah. quick? I've never heard a song where this version like fits into a '90s sitcom intro. No. Yeah, you know, yeah, and and were the yeah. original song like the original of Fred and what this wasn't was this some kind of I, I, I okay no, I was, it, it was funny I, I see it's funny I see where you were going with that but I also thought as far as where this song could sit like in a weird like like a Judd Apatow romantic comedy where some like the guys like Wolf I could see like Wolf okay. running or this song plants your butt in the seats during the end credits it's like it actually keeps you in the theater. I don't know if it's an end credit. I think it's like the climax, kind of where he's going to he's going to get her or whatever. He's going to the. I, I yeah, see to, opening yeah. credits where like that, you know, they, yeah. they see the montage of the people, yeah. you know, the friends together, and oh, you know, this, this is end credits well, with all the fo- the photo montage of where are they now. 
and it just kind of keeps you playing because you're waiting maybe. to see. Yeah. I don't anyway, know. Like maybe it's just yeah. Let's I've never it. heard a you're song that was so it. '90s and then this at the here, same here, time. Here, play here we it. go, Mark. Dance house, yeah. Uh, yeah. To be uh, fair, it, you the listeners, see this music video, by the way. To, you got to, to see oh, it. there's a music. Oh, to it's be incredible. fair, for the listeners, to be fair for the listeners, I did not go back and listen to any of the original versions of any of these songs. Like I've never listened to Freddie's solo record. I'm just finding out that this was on his solo album. Yeah, yeah the song Mr. Bad Guy, thanks. Now, oh, they, has, they had a Michael Jackson level budget on this video. It's an incredible <laughs> oh, video. Oh, I got to watch has it. Has anybody now. listened to the solo version? Is it is well, it we, much that's different? That's what we just played. That's oh. what we just played. Oh, I like that. those snappy synths. Shit, I might like that more. I might That's like what that I'm more. saying is I've never heard a song that is so planted in the 80s and so planted in a 90s sitcom, like two different versions. Yeah. I'm like, what oh, is the, this? But let me uh, cue yeah. up the end of this song. But you uh, can't deny that this song is very different than that 80s version. Yeah, okay, but 353 of this song, just the outro, this is not included in Freddie's solo version. This is the little queen tag that they decided to put of my life Oh, this part's great Man, you talk about a California God. beach party. You bring get you're gonna guest David Lee Roth, and you're gonna get Freddie <laughs> there, and you're maybe gonna get a few. You're gonna get an appearance from I don't know uh, uh, whoever else. You know somebody. <laughs> I don't know, like John Bon Jovi's gonna show up. But what? Is, yes, I was born to love you. Hey. Those little turnaround drum fills. I wanna love I don't know where that came from, but they felt like in the year 1995, they needed to put in this ultra <laughs> 80s part to the song that wasn't even there in the first place. You happen to see Michael J. Fox in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Michael J. Fox? Yeah, man. All the, it's, it's like that Michael Jackson music video for um, Liberian, uh, Girl, Liberian Girl, where all yeah, the star, yeah, like Dan right. Aykroyd rolls up on a motorcycle. <laughs> you just hear yeah. Dan Aykroyd rolling up. It's like the Ghostbusters vehicle rolls up. It's just an uh, 80s right. party in the middle of the 90s here. Anyway, it, it's it's time to get on to another song about heaven. Heaven for everyone. For everyone 
Hey, if it weren't for Brian May's tone there, you could have said that this was right off of flesh and blood era poison. Yeah. It's, uh, really? It, he does play to the melody, which is good, but I, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling that. Yeah. Well, the, the single segment I put reminded me of Peter Gabriel, but that's literally the oh, only did, no, 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 You I know what I'm going to say for Especially this that, one? Uh, yeah. I, I said kind of with the, uh, the, uh, the dr- is it the steel drums again? The uh, sandals vibe. The sandals. <laughs> it gives me the sandals vibe again, but I like it. I feel like if anything, there was another song they did on a few records ago where I forgot what it was, but I said it was it was a it was the acceptable sandals version. Like right. as far <laughs> into that world as I want them to go, this one I would say even more is like a little bit more eighties, a little bit more in the Queen vein, and. Usually, I kind of hate the Freddy spoken word bits, like the "and peace on earth and heaven." Oh, I know. <laughs> this song, I liked it. I, I thought I was laughing, I was chuckling, like heaven for everyone. Yeah, that did bug me a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's funny. You got, you got uh, yacht rock in the '90s at this point. Oh, uh, very yacht rock. But but, I thought, uh, I but again, it was, but with, it was with, a little with, darker, a little more '80s. Where yeah, I liked but it. and again, uh, you got uh, we got uh, the band delving into their socially conscious lyrics again. Uh, again, just reading this, yeah, oh. this could be heaven for everyone. This. Uh, world could be fed. Uh, this world could be fun. This, yeah, it's like, okay. You know what? They okay. needed to come up with a song title yeah. and just call it Mother Heaven Love and just get <laughs> right. it all out of their system. <laughs> yeah, Chris, yeah. I was just going to let you take this one because I knew exactly where you're going. Where, where I was going to totally be going. But yeah, again, yeah. I, it just, and you can just, it's funny, I, without even going and reading the lyrics, I could hear, I, I picked out these little pieces. I'm like, okay, I see where they're going. Again, it's like okay, feed the world. Yeah, get rid of everything that's bad. Like okay, but <laughs> but we're but we're you're, there's no, the music's not engaging enough to make you want to care about saving the world, <laughs> <laughs> which is which isn't good. I'm sorry, I just don't care about Africa. You're right. Yeah, I, I which care. is which is a real shame. But uh, this is probably uh, uh, gotta be honest. Yeah. When was you, uh, when was this? I can't remember when this song was written. Yeah, because it has massive innuendo vibes on here as far as the tone. I I know it was a Roger song, which kind of surprised me because, you know, he likes writing about his car or something. (laughs) But he decided he he was going to give this a turn. uh, And yeah. 87, this was written. He tried it out with Queen in 87. That tells you all you need to know. (laughs) They wanted to stick all the garbage they put on Miracle on that ahead of this one. And again, this is another song. Party. Yeah. party in front of this right. one. Again, this is another song, yeah, where it's just lifted by Freddie's voice. Yeah, like again, a song that I normally wouldn't pay attention to, but uh, and even I'll I'll admit, I mean, the, some of the melodies are are strong. Yeah, where you like, okay, I can, uh, where you can kind of remember bits and pieces. But again, like I'm tired of getting crumbs. Like I want the sandwich. I want the full the meal. <laughs> There's just something Sorry. funny about Roger bringing a tape to the band and just throwing the guy's beans. Nope. Like, guys, give me a sorry. No. Okay, that lyric, Chris, you just wrote this. this wait, what? This could be this. This world could be fed. This world could be fun. And then the next one. Okay, is this world, okay, yeah. hang on. Pause it right there. This world could be fed. Okay, yeah, whatever you want. This world could be fun. It's not fun, guys. Guys, this world, <laughs> this world, is a, that's that's next on the priority after feeding people is fun. You want to have fun? <laughs> Let me play you the only fun. version that you ever need of this song. Okay. Oh, I know exactly oh, what this yeah. is already. Yeah. yeah. She calls out. Okay, it's it's all you need. Don't need to hear ten different versions <laughs> again, of it. Again, again, yeah. would you play that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not even compared. It drives me nuts. And it, that was you know, at least years that one before. Was, what, 89, too. 90, 89, I think. Yeah, 
89, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to be here respectful to uh, just people. Well, hey, what we're then with, technically, still, yeah. this would have been written around two years that time. prior. Yeah. And again, I mean, I'm sure I mean, you can impress it. I've never, I've, I've never pointed out before. <laughs> but yeah, there's, years you to can, work on it. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could hear. I mean, I'm sure they were listening to a lot of Phil Collins at this point because yeah, you can hear. I mean, over the last couple of records, they're just going all in in the light, kind of the lighter side of the pool. Well, okay, yeah. wait till the next song yeah. then. I've got something for you. I got something okay. that's, that's okay. a lot lighter. Oh, than I know. Phil I got it's, it's the first word in my comment. I think I know where you're going. Okay. <laughs> or, the fir- or the first name. <laughs> I've, got, I've got music prepared. Yeah. Okay. Okay, first of all, every solo on this seems to follow the same format. It sounds yeah, like Slash, and then at the very end, they throw in the Brian May wall of guitars. It's weird. Right. But anyway, I just cannot get over this moment in this song right here. I just, I don't, I, it's fine. The song is fine, but just come on. I'm making sense of it everywhere I go. And I can't fight this, this feeling oh anymore. Come Dude, on. holy shit! I was literally about to pull that up and send you the timestamp. Damn it! Then I can't, I can't bust this feeling anymore. I forgot what I started before. I can't what take a, it. I'm sorry. Like just that one moment song. of the song, and I'm done. Take yeah. God, what a Kevin, song! Oh, Kevin, can you play the uh, the beginning? Uh, yeah, there was yeah. this was the main point right I wanted from to the start. Yeah. All right. Uh, where, where have we heard that before? Yeah, I mean that's, that's where Phil have I Con- heard that? That's Chicago. Phil Collins. I mean, uh, the first thing I thought of uh, that I could hear was like groovy kind of love, like that kind of yeah, and I couldn't unhear it, and that was pretty much the end of it for me. It sounds uh, very I mean, sticks too again. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and then I yeah, my next statement was couldn't stop laughing at all those schmaltz. Uh, again, we got we're really going into deep uh, like generic. Lo- yeah. Oh man. Ooh. Yeah, you got. I gotta stop playing these. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't even like to, that song that much. And yeah, almost yeah, put me to sleep. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, this is again. Yeah, where yeah, where Mark was talking about as far as all the solos at this point are just not uh, kind of blending together. I mean, there's nothing that really stands out. Uh, yeah, God, it's. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm gonna cut in here. I like yeah. this song. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> and I, Chris, I, those are all valid points, Mark. Those are all valid points. But I, I, Chris, you've mentioned it several times yeah. for several albums. Yeah, it's like one of those songs. 
that you listen to. You're like, eh, you know, okay, another ballad, whatever, moving on. And then later in my work day, I'd go around the office. Humming it. (laughs) Why would you listen to this? I got to say, though, it's... Can't fight this feeling. I can't. No, no, no. I can't no, I take I how wouldn't. much this sounds like. Can't fight this feeling. I listened no, to the. So what? I, I, like during when you were talking about how you like this song, I'm like, what is that song that opens up with the do da do da do da? And then I'm like, that's can't fight this feeling. The whole song is a ripoff of that song, not just the <laughs> chorus, but even the opening. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I would totally r- listen to Can't Fight This Feeling over, over this, this song. Yeah. 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 Oh, what a could, song. Could they write a song for, for just Niagara Falls on those tears? What a <laughs> <That's> <laughs> song that is. Anyway, yeah, it's like, I, I just feel like it's one of those guilty pleasure songs. It is. Like, it, it's, it's by, by any measurable yeah, means, it's I been know, done I... so many times before, but it's all fine. Oh. Like a, a take on a an already very schmaltzy version. I, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's it seems like you're really going into the yeah you're going into the deep end without any uh, without any floaters here or floaties. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can just hear the Queen fans complaining. You know, calling us knobs or whatever, turning it off. Um, but it's the, I can feel it. I mean, should you really complain about whatever they had to put together with Fred with Freddie was what they had, and it's a good effort in terms mm-hmm. of like they yeah. made songs out of nothing. It's yeah. just they weren't going to take any risks. Where they they couldn't take any risks because they couldn't do anything in the studio with the vocals other than just edit them. And I yeah, guess for much. me, I, I should say too, not being the biggest diehard. See, that's the thing. Like, if you're a fan of say like Queen Two, which is I would say very like unique Queen. Like they take a lot of chances on that record, and there's a lot of like like no other band sounds like this. And that's like your favorite album. You're going to come to this and you're going to be like, what is all this generic vanilla, just like normal bed of songwriting with Freddie just singing over it? This sucks. Like I I could see that. But for me, where I'm like, Queen is not my favorite band and some of the unique songs that they do do, I'm not the biggest fan of. This is, is just safe and it's an earworm. And I'm like, it works for me. It's Queen for soccer moms. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's basic level entry level queen here, and that's fine. I like that. It. Should have been my opening statement. Queen for soccer moms. That would yeah. Got well, the blood if that going. was the case, if that's the case. Why all the pushback on a kind of magic? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because everybody holds that one up as a uh, top album. Don't lose well, your head. Love that. And one. I will say no, that know, too. For anybody listening that gave us crap on a kind of magic. I have access to the podcast listening stats, and that is the least. That is the the least listened to episode of all of ours. So where the hell are all these people coming from? <laughs> they just love a kind of magic. You're just yeah. not uh, in the You're know. Just not I getting it. Yeah. Anyway, freaking Flash Gordon has more listens than that episode. <laughs> What's more oh, entertaining, wait. the movie or our show? Yeah, well, was, yeah. There a B, was there a B movie to go with Made in Heaven, or did I not watch that? Maybe yeah. I just didn't find that. Yeah, your anyway. life is a B movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, you don't fool me. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to say to me. You don't have to teach me things I know. Sooner or later, be playing by rules.
it's I gotta say, <laughs> this is the most. Uh, uh, bear in mind, I have to. You have to realize what is around this song. This is the most unique song on the album. Yeah, I will agree. And I, I, yeah, it sounds like it even a Queen song. It sounds like Go West or some like almost like '90s like R and B. Yes, I'm not sure. Not sure how I feel about it. Four words. I'll review this song. In four words, I'll be done. Michael Jackson in Hawaii. Okay. Well, I, 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 <laughs> give me time to process that. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Michael Jackson took a trip to Hawaii and just recorded one of those 36 songs that he didn't release for uh, Bad. This is one of the well, ideas. You know, it, 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 this, uh, like that main, like that descending melody that, da, 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 that reminded me of like every R&B, like boy band, like Boys to Men or. Yes, any of these that's what kinda, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where this is probably the most 90s song on the record where there's like no real, uh, and uh, I don't know if my my problem, like I said, I like the uniqueness of it. I don't know if Freddie's vocals necessarily mesh well with the type of music. Right. Sometimes I felt like it needed a softer touch. Um, but uh, I got to point out that, Kevin, I want you to play this whole part, that guitar solo uh, at two. If you could start at 240. Where did that come from? Holy cow. Yeah. Play Is it, it even Brian May? I don't know. You can tell me. That is yeah, Brian May, by the way. I looked it is up. It, yeah, yeah, that that just there. Okay, there we go. Okay, that's what I was looking for, and okay, finally gave it to me. Yeah, towards the end of the, uh, yeah, and it just that's nice. It's weird again. That shows. Yeah, it's a unique unique song, but man, is that not fit with the rest of the song? Yeah, the no. background on this song where there was just created the producer helped create it, like put yeah. the framework. I do, I don't get how this song is five and a half minutes long. It was I, a little long. It is yeah. okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm just gonna say it. I can't stand this song. Really, the, the solo is the, the solo is fine. There's no hook. I, I don't think you don't fool me is really a hook. It just well, it's weird. Well, I think I, 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 I was it, waiting five and a half minutes to find a hook. Yeah, when sam- is this gonna come in? And yeah, sadly, like I a, think the I think the hook is just that weird descending kind of like synth or keyboard line that that was that's the only way that i can remember this that's kind Don't of they a, start off that the song with the hook and it goes the entire time then yeah yeah i don't i don't know and i, 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 also, and, and, and I said in my opening <laughs> statement that there was one song on this album that has a very 90s b-list movie vibe to it and this is the one and <laughs> I, w- I will even say like i grew up i mean you have to also realize when i was born 1993 okay so like, you know, my heyday for movie and TV watching was like late 90s, early 2000s. So sue me, but I was a big fan of the Disney Channel original movies. And yeah. this sounds like something that would have been like kind of oh, in that weird. maybe. Yeah, yeah you kind of yeah. you, you might have you might have knocked one of the legs out for me, but that's still yeah. still standing a little bit. But uh uh, it was funny. This is also the moment where I just stopped picking the lyrics apart just because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, just, I, don't, yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. I, I, I am <laughs> trying to find the yeah. Savage Garden or InSync oh, song man. that this sounds like. You just change oh, up the beat. Oh, it's very sync as well, yeah. Make it an electronic kit and just kind of like that bumping, like, 90s. I'm trying to think of an example. This is not, this is not really it, but just kind of like this sound. No one is yeah. dead.
you know, it's not exactly what I'm it looking has for. That. But no, but that's the that's that the avenue they're going. The, yeah. the hard it's, part is that this gradient. song you can go waka chow, waka chow, waka yeah, It's so <laughs> weird. Yeah. Well, because it was the it's producer doing weird. it, and the producer's got his head stuck in 1994 while the band's got their head stuck in 1978. <laughs> so like, that's what you get out of this one. <laughs> so that's what happens, yeah. All right. Anyway, let's go on. It's Christmas time. To December. Yeah. <laughs> Think of Father Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Grease the door. Yeah. Big old hog yeah, coming big through old with coming. <laughs> It's funny, probably one of the few times where I'm literally going to read my uh, statement for verbatim, uh, where I pretty much said it's a very competent uh, light pop waltz. Um, I really wasn't a fan of the background vocals. They just sounded kind of tired. I will say it does have a very relaxing vibe uh, with that nice emphasis on the innocence of the holiday season in in a perfect view. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a weird way to end. Like, this is, I think it's pretty much kind of the last normal song in the record before you get into the weird three remaining tracks. But it is what it is. It's just kind of yeah. there. It's not terrible. Like I said, it's competent. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah. What what I said, and I'm gonna yeah. do something very similar. One, yeah. it's kind of weird because you have this relaxed vibe, but then I'm listening to Freddie, and he's really kind of belting it out in some sections. I'm just like, whoa. Everybody else is going dreaming, you know, yeah. and and he's just like going for it. And you're okay. Um, and then I also said it's not Christmas enough and not not Christmas enough. <laughs> so it's on this horrible middle line. Ground, yeah. It's not Christmas enough to be a Christmas song, but it's still got enough there to make you be like us. Oh, yeah, but you're not going to listen to it outside of the holiday. Yeah, I just want to see how Lifetime could force feed one of its christmas movies this song see how it would fit you know just just the kind of thing where you'd be like eh, another one of those moments where i think queen has a lot of these because they're such a hits band but where you'd hear something you'd be like that's freddie mercury <laughs> that's freddie yeah. my, my ears like that that's freddie mercury yeah. <laughs> but i've never heard this song and i don't think i would ever would hear this song because there's some blankets on here that are quite toasty <laughs> I don't know if I would go so far to call it a stocks on the rise, but I think I might call it like a pink slip on the rise. Like a pink sheet <laughs> on the rise. You know? Like it's like a penny stock and it's like it's like zero point zero 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 five six and now it's at zero point zero 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 six. I, I know I know what Mark's doing here. He's doing a pump and dump. He's gonna try yeah. to get us to all, get all buy into this song and, and then he's gonna flush it. it. Yeah. No, see, I, I don't know. I'm going to go on a mini rant about not Queen related stuff here, but we always talk about how they're, you know, they play the same eight Christmas songs around Christmas time. 
you know, why doesn't anybody write any new Christmas songs? Because they never play them, apparently. Nobody ever plays a Winter's Tale. And they I, I would play welcome this tale. in place yeah. of anything Trans-Siberian Orchestra, that's for sure. Right. So, well, I think this, yeah, this, the heart's in the right place here, but I, I again, it's uh, it's merely competent. Yeah, it, it is yeah. a weird, Chris. Now that you said it, it is a really weird way to close out this album, like yeah. in terms of the regular tunes. Yeah, that makes me feel like that, and you don't fool me. And like, yeah, what, what's going on? Here, <laughs> they guys? were scratching. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I mean, let's be I, honest. Like the, the most original, unique song would be what on this album. You don't. We're not me. getting any more. <laughs> you don't get to me, probably. I, yeah. Honestly, like even though I don't necessarily like the song, yeah. if you listen to everything before and after it, it is kind of the most unique. And it's like, yeah, they're trying to do a '90s, maybe R&B-ish, '98 boys, degrees, '98 degrees thing. But yeah. I mean, like, oh, that was another. Can't one deny do, it's yeah. unique. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Boy, right. if, if Freddie had lived just a few years longer, would they have gone all boy band? <laughs> would they, that would have been know. something. Would I don't Queen know that it would have been good, but it would have been something. <laughs> Before five, <laughs> see them dance, yeah. yeah but all this would have been an sequence, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, Freddie and the turtleneck, this week, and, and, the, and every sure. every other member of Queen is all like jazzed up, but they're like <laughs> fifty, all in right. matching outfits. Yeah, ma- yeah, matching shoes. Yep. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like, I'd like one, to see John Deacon in the in the boy band uh, get up. Roger, I think, Roger would have I'm not, I'm oh, not sure, sure about John. <laughs> he, Roger would have loved this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a beautiful day. Reprise. Pet peeve, redoing yeah. your greatest hits. Right, it's funny. Okay, they, they I like that little Billy for... Joel piano part there, though. Yeah. Well, you could, well yeah, that was what, Seven Seas of Rye. Seven Seas of Rye. Remember that? Oh, that's what, that, yeah. that's what that that's is. That's what the reprise yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. Uh-huh. You know, it's funny. I usually hate, but yeah, this it, this is weird. I usually hate the reprise because it's usually either a shorter version or just a, a kind of a throwaway, but uh, they, they're messing with me here. They're, they're, I liked they, it. They, they <laughs> I rocked, liked it. Uh, this is the coming one of those where, out, coming out of Winter's of, Tale. It was nice. It beefed it back up a little bit. Right. This is one of those moments where, like, again, for a guy who likes to improvise on guitar, where I heard that section where it just kind of goes off, where I'm like, I got to grab my Les Paul and just plug it and just noodle over that part. This is just, undoubtedly yeah, just a very weird closer. I hate it is. To, no, to I not just find a better descriptor than weird, but no, it I get right it. Into, no, I know. Yeah. yeah. I wish it was. I wish it was like. Twice, I wish it, tune in the bonus track. Like we yeah, need it again. The, Another right. slap of yeah. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, it was weird. I was trying to because again when you yeah again. Uh, you know what we I should like have a drop that. for that. We should just yeah. throw that in whenever when somebody's talking too long. Just throw in a. Just throw in one of these. It's a good sound bit. I like. I actually. I get. I'm copying it to the soundboard right now. Um, (laughs) I like the fact that Seven Seas of Rye in there, because we all know, and we're like, yeah, they did that twice. 
But it works if there, though. If you <laughs> are three times a, now. Well, yeah. But if you are a Queen fan who came around News of the World or the game or anything else, you know, you might not know Seven Seas of Rye necessarily. Oh, ooh, and good this, hook this, for some money. <laughs> just no, remember well, this, I'm guys. Just, buy this record I'm just, again. I'm just saying it's like it's one of those things where the Queen fans who have been around since Queen 1, Queen 2 will be like, yeah, that's Seven Seas of Rye. That's like, that's what they kicked it off with. That's what they're ending it with. Right. Kind of. Um, yeah. I thought uh, I kind of like that. Yeah, it is where I felt guilty. But when it starts just pumping up and like and they slam on the accelerator, it's like, oh, man. Like, this would have been one of those cool yeah. moments for those radio drops, that dumb radio drop thing they did. Was that on jazz where they just went through yeah. and cut the radio stations, their own promo? That kind of would have been cool here just to kind of go that back was, in time and then end up at no, Seven Seas of Rye. You, you know what I mean? Wait, I'm sorry. Do you mean more of that jazz where they played the, all the songs at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so say so they bad. started out with a beautiful day and they just went backwards in time and then just kind of did, you know, select closers and ended up at seven C's or I. And that's the closer. Like instead of just going from here to seven C's or I, that they went back to, you know, uh, 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 why am I blanking on the name? Um, show must go on. And they went on to like, what was the great closer from uh, kind of meta like, um, what was the great closer from that, a miracle? That, uh, was it all worth it? And yeah. just oh, backing yeah. through the the records and ended up at Seven Seas of Rye. That wouldn't have been a bad idea. Anyway, so we, skip a few. Uh, There's fourteen. Yeah, we we uh, we Mark played uh, track number twelve about ten times. Already, and I'm <laughs> loading it. I'm loading it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm loading it right now. Actually, it's funny. <laughs> I, I I pretty much just had yeah. It sure is. Literally, that was pretty much my <laughs> my one statement. <laughs> Yeah, I but, don't know. Yeah, it's it's it, this is the the epitome of just like you're too big as a. Let's just not spend time on this. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to know, I, I want to. That's what I want to submit to. Chris, yeah, Chris, yeah. We're, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking more it's than hour twenty-one any. already. We're talking, yeah. Yeah, we're not even. <laughs> And I don't no, want to talk untitled. Either. Yeah, we're not talking untitled. Yeah, honestly, twenty-two minutes down did, the drain. I, did I, I listen to it? No. No, I, I didn't even listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, all I, yeah, all I said it's just like all the ambient music I play at the office. I mean, it's and just as unmemorable. This yeah, little brain in my category but, of things where the the, yeah. the the that's Queen moments on like a Winter's Tale yeah. or whatever. You're not yeah. getting that with Untitled. Please, Queen <laughs> this fans, is Queen. I, I trash this us for queen. not listening to Untitled. Yeah. So no, if there's a movie that went along with it, I'm not watching it. I don't I care was, what you I, I was the trooper. I did listen to it. I yeah, again being a being a completist, I uh on my way home at night. Oh Chris listened to the oh, he had to do it. Chris, I, I did. Yes, so dedicated the to the so the thing is, do I remember most of it? No, but I did <laughs> I did put in the time. And yeah, it is exactly what I, I hope, said. I, I hope you don't even have timestamps because I don't even have the I know, song I, on the no, no, no. I want you to play the part at 1714 that goes, <laughs> <You were doomed>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you guys don't have to worry. I'm not gonna go out on it. Uh, I think it's time for yet. some trivia, yeah. Maybe I yes. can win one, Chris. Seven right, for the buy. All right, let's yeah, oh, it's gotten one. so bad where I'm giving you yeah. buys. Time out, gents. Time out. I lost my horn app. That's, that's all right. We'll give you the oh, boy. Just give, me, just give me a couple yeah. seconds. I have you're to, just gonna have to go. I, I can't load VLC. Either. I yeah, have I have Finder no space on my phone, so I have to delete apps in order to freaking send a what? picture. Yeah, these days. guess who's got several horns? We got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back. 
<laughs> I think the yeah is a good one. I like that one. <laughs> you, you want to switch your uh, your sound to the yeah? Uh, I don't know. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the classic buzzer. Hey, Alex, you're good. Uh, tram. <laughs> okay. All right. We I think we're good. All right. Um. All right. Uh, I got a multiple choice here. All right. Uh, Let me live was a song that was initially written to be on what '80s Queen record? Uh, was it A, a kind of magic? B, the works? Or C, the miracle? Whoa. I think that was Alex. I think the I works. Think so just barely. Yeah, is, it, is that the Rod Stewart one? Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, with the works. Yeah. Okay, you were right. All right, that's one for Alex. All right. Okay, uh, number two. Uh, true or false? Uh, a Winter's Tale was the last song Freddie and Brian wrote together. Yes, Mark. That's that false. I know it was uh, the one. Mother Love was the last one. Right. You are correct. All right. All right, there we go. Okay. That. All right. Um, all right, I got a multiple choice here again. Um, uh, my Life uh, Has Been Saved was a reworking of a song that was a B-side of which single off of The Miracle? Uh, was it A, Scandal, B, I Want It All, or C, The Miracle? Mark, oh, man, I'm, I am getting one of these. It's scandal. Yes, you are right. Oh, I knew that, good. which one is away. very weird because I, yeah. I already knew that from a scandal single days a couple okay, of hours ago. Good, good. All right, Actually, it, yeah. so there's an original like '89 uh, version of the song. Supposedly, some weird. Yeah, like I hear this. Yeah, the, the whole thing with this record is just kind of hard I'd be to interested wrap your brain to hear around that it. version. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's the one where John plays all the parts too. Oh. Or at least guitars and keyboards, too. All right. Um, All right. Uh, Question number seven. True or false? Uh, Despite its success, uh, the album didn't even break into the top 40 in the U.S. Oh, I am staying out of this one. It's going to be marbles if you want me to to go for this one. I'll take take the mark position and buzz in on one of these that I have no idea. Okay. Do you want me uh, to repeat it? It, it? You said despite its success, it did not crack the top 40, right? In the U.S., correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go true. I don't know. Yeah, you're correct. Oh, yeah, okay. it, 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 uh, it, it took the mark position except for getting it right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Didn't it do decently well in the U.K., though? Yeah, it went to number one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which at that point, yeah, that's what they, they, did they, they were. The yeah, that they is to insane to think about. Wait, so it went to number one in the UK, you say, right? Okay. What? Yes. You say, I, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna double check something here. And it went to 58 in the US. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. All right. So you have to also realize what era it is, and this is the UK, right? Yeah. The biggest right, band it, in the freaking world. At the time, well, I, maybe I shouldn't say the world, but definitely in the UK, is Oasis, one of my favorite bands. What's the story of Morning Glory? Yeah, I know. Probably a- their biggest album, even though it's not my favorite, came out in 95. Yeah, it's how weird. Did the, how did Queen beat that record? That's I like, don't know. I'm not sure when the records came out. When did, uh, when did that record come out? October 95. Okay, so it was November. around the same... Time, yeah, I don't know. Like okay, I said, I mean, so Queen... Just, yeah. Let's, let's oh talk boy. about how... That'll put the Gallagher's heads... Well, <laughs> l- let's put this in perspective here. Uh, I do see that. Uh, I'm looking at albums, top 10 albums in the UK in the 90s, starting with Oasis. And this is just some uh, thing to show that despite both of us speaking English, uh, we don't have a lot of uh, relation beyond that. So for the number one albums in the UK, so you had Oasis. Uh, then you uh, not, who knocking that off was 
Simply Reds, The Life, um, Cast, All Change, Pulp, Different Class, Meatloaf, Welcome to the Neighborhood, Eternal Power Room, and then Queen, Made in Heaven. Knocking off Queen was Madonna, Something to Remember, Elton John, Love Songs, Robson and Jerome, self-titled, and Enya, The Memory of Trees. Then you got Alanis Morissette, you had a little bit of Cher. Uh, oh wait, no, I, I started with Oasis. Oh, you did. Okay, I started Sorry. with yeah. the. Yeah. And then in 1996, Mike and the Mechanics with a number one album hits. Mike and the Mechanics, <laughs> 1996. Was that hits. a greatest hits album? Yeah, it's got to be. That's a weird. Uh, that's a weird era for uh, Great I mean, Britain. <laughs> later in '96, you had yeah. Mark Knopfler's yeah. Go- uh, Blur Heart. wasn't up there either. Yeah, uh, you had Rage in the Machine against what? the Machine. Finally, like Pretty boy, you, you uh, Def Leppard, Slang, yeah. George Michael. Metallica load, finally. Uh, some when? normal scene. There we Pearl go. Jam, Thank no you. Code. All right, true or false? Oh, um, all right, uh, Brian May was nominated for an Ivor Novella Award for songwriting for uh, uh, Too Much Love Will Kill You, one of Britain's most prestigious music awards, an award Freddie won twice before, but ultimately lost. True oh, or false? There's a lot in there. You want me to repeat uh, it? Yeah. Okay. Some uh, landmines Brian- in that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. Okay, Brian he's laced made, it with anti-personnel. Claymore <laughs> is all over the place. He right, put shrapnel in that. Right. Yeah. There's some deadly uh, bits in here. But yeah. Okay. Brian May was nominated for an Ivor Novella Award for songwriting for uh, "Too Much Love Will Kill You," uh, one of Britain's most prestigious uh, music awards, an award Freddie won twice before, but ultimately lost. All right. Nobody wants to buzz in. I'll buzz in. Who did? Wait, who got that? Was that was was that you? Uh, I think Kevin. Yeah, I'm gonna go, Chris, with false. You are correct. He did win it. And yeah, in '97. Yeah, the uh, yeah. I don't know why it took if if they were going based on the single, maybe. But uh, yeah, he did uh, win that award. Wait, you you were correct. Yeah, you said false. Yeah, that he was. He he did not lose. He did win it. Yeah. Yeah, the question was yeah that he lost. That he was nominated and he lost the for question it. And just got lucky. Yeah, yeah you did. I, I did. I didn't even understand the question. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was the wrong song. I thought that <laughs> he was. Doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> right. That but, was one uh, of those. I just filled in the bubble on the scantron. It came out right. okay for me. Yeah. No, you're you're okay. Stop showing your age with scantron. <laughs> okay. All right. Who knows if this? Let's see if this will be the one that clinches it. All right. Uh, got the Nadolski brothers up against each other. All right. Um, all right. True or false? Uh, John Deacon composed the classically inspired section in "It's a Beautiful Day." True oh, or false? Yeah. Oh, I know uh, this, I went, but I, I feel I went, that. I, went, oh, I, okay. I remember reading this. I remember reading this. Uh, okay. Yes, he did. That is true. 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 Right. All right, Mark. Yes, ding, 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 Mark! He gets it for the win. Is that two wins in a row for Mark? No, or no, a donation from Kevin. Yeah, the the, si- the sympathy <laughs> win, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> Mister Moneybags over here had to give Mark flip him a quarter on the street. I will he end wasn't up with sixteen well. buys. Well, everyone else is going to get around twenty, so not too bad. Uh, All right, yeah. so uh, Mark, uh, yeah, that was a righteous win for you. Yeah, so. yeah. Those dings That's okay. I, I won zero Metallica albums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Early Metallica knowledge zilch. All I, I know is Weedle, Weedle Weedle. That's right, all yeah. I know about Metallica. <laughs> all, right, all right, Alex, final queen. Love it or flush it. And now, love it or flush it. Okay, tonight's order, Kevin, myself, Chris, and Mark. So let's start it off. Track one, It's a Beautiful Day. Kev, what are we giving it? Uh, definitely keeping this one around. Thank you. As am I. Big love for this one. 
Chris? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a love. Yeah, same. And Mark? Just a nudge. I'll tolerate it. Okay. Uh, track two. Title track, Made in Heaven. Kev? You know, I wasn't sure about this going in, but then uh, Mark reminded me of that solo, so I'm going to give this one a love. I am going to give it a love as well. Chris? Uh, same here. Yeah, this was definitely one of those stacks on the rise for me. Yeah. All right, and Mark? Yeah, possibly uh, Brian May's last great moment as a solo guitarist for Queen. All right, track three, Let Me Live. Kev? Uh, more on the fence on this one. However, you know what? I like the three singers, and I like what's going on here. Not too unique, but whatever, it works. Gonna give it a love. I'm gonna give it a love as well. Chris? Uh, yeah, it didn't connect with me as much. I'm gonna have to flush this one, unfortunately. <laughs> there it goes. First flush of the night. Yeah, followed by the second flush of the night. <laughs> this is where the album starts to irritate me with its derivativeness. All right. Track four, Freddy's last contribution, Mother Love, Kev. Wow. I, I have to. I, I, it's the, it's always going to be the one I go back to on this album. I, I, I can't not. Now, now, Kev, I know you said an innuendo. You, at the very end of the episode, you're like, I already know what I'm buying on Made in Heaven. Is this the one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I, just, I wasn't sure if it changed over the week. <laughs> uh, I will give this, you know, I said little slow and long, but I still like it. So I think it deserves to stick around. I uh, appreciate some of the 80s darkness to it. So, uh, yeah, I'll keep it around. Give it a love. Chris? Uh, yeah, this, I have to buy this one. Yeah, this, uh, yeah pull, out the, uh, pull out the card and ring me up. Yeah, this is, yeah, just a very muscular... Uh, uh, what i love about uh, ethereal kind of ambient music this is a good example of that all right mark well i'm not going to do anything original on this one because i am also going to buy it uh it has in my queen movie the ascension scene almost i would feel that this is kind of that um you know freddie has already died and possibly is just kind of in that space that nobody knows in between uh life and afterlife and just kind of looking back upon it and kind of wishing that he mm -hmm. had this kind of love perhaps uh, or could find it. It just has that feeling to me, uh, that that uh, retrospective vibe that I feel must follow. The show must go on being the last uh, show of his corporeal existence. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> track wow. track five, My Life Has Been Saved. Kev? Uh, yeah. Uh, we're getting to the point where I look at the song title, I see the word generic, and I still can't remember. Uh, <laughs> so it gets the flush. <laughs> yeah, I think I have to agree, even though on that last listen, uh, it did sound a little better than I thought. I wrote down one word for this one, and it was... Hmm. So I think... <laughs> I think, I think that means... That Hey, they were four for four, but, you know, the flush has got to come in somewhere, so I think this is where it starts. That that reminds me of the good old Pink Floyd math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was a lot it's, of that. It's good, but eventually it's, you know, it, it dropped off a tad here. So, Chris. <laughs> yeah, this is another one where, uh, where it was kind of hanging on the edge of the bowl because of one kind of warm blanket moment, but not enough to for me to pull the rubber glove. So, yeah, I got to flush it, too. 
Make that four for four. I'd rather yeah. just listen to Chicago. Ouch. Keep it as a B-side on the scandal <laughs> Keep it as a Z-side. <laughs> yeah. It's just not that good. All right. I was born to love you. I was born to love you. Yeah, I know. I thought, I, oh, man, did I, that was an, I didn't, I didn't I want to say it, but yeah. I was born to lick your face. Lick your face. <laughs> you know? Figure that only Chris would pick up on that, but that's yes. okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm glad, yeah. Uh <laughs> Come on, I gotta keep it around, at least for the 80s version, if anything. But uh, the Queen version works pretty well, too, so it's getting the love. All right. Uh, you know, this one is gonna be my buy. I said, you know, I'm impressed. Now, I really wanna go back and listen to the 80s version because I'll probably end up liking that one better. But this one just stood above the pack for me with just the vocal performance the energy the excitement it was just it was just that 10 percent better than the rest of the song so that's why i'm going to keep this one around chris uh unfortunately i do not concur uh, it's time to bring out the big kaboom oh uh, yeah, i'm gonna terminate this one <laughs> this one yeah, I, yeah, not I, yeah not 13 the untitled <laughs> track yeah, this really. one yeah, I listen to a, a lot of ambient long music, so yeah, I'm not going to totally get rid of it. Yeah, you're not going to get yeah, rid of well, 22 wait, 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 minutes we're not, we're not, of we're not, synth we're, demos. We're, we're, yeah, we're not, we're not there yet. But now this one just irritated <laughs> he's gonna, me. He's uh, going to love that one. He's going to buy it. He's going to sell his buy and yeah. buy Untitled. <laughs> this stupid movie is going to end with a 22 minute dirge. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I already bought it, so we don't have to worry about me buying any of the junk Thank at the you. end. But yeah, this one just from. Uh, Talking about the conventional songs on the record, this is the one that annoyed me the most because, yeah, there was just too many bits on it that there were. Uh, I was laughing at it and all the wrong for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. it, it has to go. I'm not coming back to that song. Yeah, and Mark. Well, I'm buying it. Okay, my all right. second buy. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if the Caddyshack reference might irritate me now, but uh, I don't think <laughs> Queen was thinking about that. So I uh, half this song has to end my movie. I talked about how great of an end credit song it was. Uh, it might have even been the end credits to Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't remember, just but uh, too, it definitely too, too will be the end credits to my Queen movie. Yeah, too generic, but okay. Everybody's got their opinions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was hoping. <laughs> it looks like Chris is the odd though. man out on this one. Nope. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Okay. You know tri- what? It is now sixty-eight percent to sixty-seven percent. Chris. Ooh. Well, I so eclipse cute. you. Okay. Wait. So, so it's wait. What is it now? You have sixty-eight. I'm sixty-seven. Yeah, okay, I'm sixty-seven. Yeah. You're sixty-eight. Alex okay. 61, Kevin. <laughs> We're just seeing if Kevin can crack 60. That's all. <laughs> anyway. Track eight. Too much love will kill you. Kev? Wait, no. No, no, no. Heaven for everyone, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you were absolutely right. Yes, track seven. Heaven for everyone. <laughs> Kev? Thank you. Will I crack 60%? Well. Go on the other one. Just drop to 58. Heaven for everyone's. Not not helping the case. Not heaven for Kev, but heaven for me. I'm keeping this one around. I liked it. Sandals, but acceptable sandals. Chris. Do I want to keep this? Uh, oh, man, this is... Because I know I kind of ranted about it. Uh, but Come on, those some... lyrics, Chris. Those lyrics. Yeah, I do wanna... uh, we want to... We want fun lyrics. in the world. <laughs> yeah, maybe I, I guess I should say I'm not coming back to this song. So yeah, I guess I'll flush it, yeah. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as much, I, I as, love. Yeah, as I much, love when somebody's on the fence and just giving them a prod. Yeah, you don't right, need much uh, when it comes to my notes for this one, which is zilch. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just skipped over this one that came to my note taking. Yeah. This one gets Run a flush. Down. <laughs> I got pretty detailed notes on the other song. Yeah. No, I, I, that's, that's what's funny. I just see like blocks of notes and then. Nothing. Yeah, I, I, I just missed this one. I, right. I, 536. And I, I don't think right, so. And I usually. I usually give props to, uh, especially if there's a strong kind of melody and Freddie's vocals are strong enough, but here it just, yeah, it didn't, it wasn't enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Now track eight, too much level kill you, Kev. You know what? I'm keeping this around. Give it a love. As am I, Chris. Uh, I think I might have to get rid of this one too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This is another one of the, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh. Double off, double flush. I, I will always go to the REO Speedwagon. I just did not need to hear something that derivative. Uh, all right. I'll, uh, order me up a double love, double flush, please. <laughs> on the double. Double. Yeah. double. <laughs> all right. Track nine. You don't fool me. Kev. Okay. I, I, I really don't know what to do with this album because I didn't even write down yeah or untitled. Are, are we actually doing those for love it or flush yeah. it? Like so, we, we decided okay. before that they were part of the, the discography. All right. Well, originally this is going to get the T, um, but it's just going to get the flush. Yeah, to be fair, I was kind of in the same vein, but I did write light squeeze question mark because there was some catchy parts, but I do got to realize what, uh, what else is coming. So, yeah, I'll give it a flush as well. Wow. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far. I like I like that it was a... Uh, How kind does of a he cur- keep this and not I was born to love you? <laughs> because it's something that, again, it was a curveball that I didn't necessarily... Hate. Again, that like, is the, true, yeah, the only, yeah, the only Yeah, the only criticism I really had was just Freddie's vocal. Um, but, uh, I mean, he was gone. He didn't live to see this era of music. So maybe that's, uh, can't maybe hold that's it against him. Exactly. Right. Uh, and that guitar solo just kicks butt. So yeah, I'm going to give it a little bit more. Yeah. Just a stock love. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Mark's going to give it a stock. Wakacha, wakacha. You know what? I am in line with Chris, although less so on the solo. I do enjoy the curveball, and yeah. there's something about the vibe of this song that is, unmistakably different so i uh, yeah, i enjoy a little bit of that on the back half of my queen album all right track 10 <laughs> a winter's tale kev you know uh, this is another on the fence one maybe somebody's gonna push me either way here pink slips uh, chris what, we're, pink we're slips on over the, the counter yeah. yes <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. It's Chris cheap. Was, Come on. Yeah, but Chris told me when Chris really came around with that, this is the way you're ending your album type deal. No, like, you're oh. ending with 13. With, with uh, yeah, oh, that's, that sells it. But, you know, like, this is the end of the regular music. Okay, so Freddie has a Christmas. He's been dying to get a Christmas song on the record. He has then died he can, before he has been able to get a Christmas song on the record. Where else are you going to put it? We, you're going to put we, it in the 12 you're spot. Just, you're, just, you're just making that all up. We don't know that he was dying to put a Christmas song on the record. I'm pretty sure he had tried writing, like, six or seven. Yeah, Something. I don't know. I ended my notes with fine but flushable. What does that tell you? Uh, winter Tale. Uh, last complete yeah. song Mercury composed on his own. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't even let him finish. <laughs> he wrote it in Switzerland, where the album cover comes from. 
What about uh, you? Yeah, let's just go ahead and keep that urinal flowing. <laughs> Bart's just talking. He's trying to give a dissertation outside. Everybody's running to the bathroom. Washing. All right. Chris? All right, all right. I'm going to pull the rubber rubber glove, but all I'm going to do... Thank you, Chris! You were the one! No, but I, but I, I like, I like it hit his heart, so I can't totally... But what I'm going to do, I'm not going to put it back to where it was. I'm going to tape it to the back of the uh, toilet seat. So it's out of the bowl, but it's still... Yeah, it's still in the area permanently. <laughs> so it's... It's something it, new. It's a... Uh, it's getting it's, some of the fumes. It's getting the fumes. Yeah, Chris, Chris just came around and changed out that filter in the bottom of the urinal. That's right. all he did. Yeah. So it's it's flushable, but it's uh, but again, like again, kind of reading and it's like, no, this is this has too much heart to totally to flush it down into the you sewers. Know, I am going to totally yeah. take it out of the bathroom <laughs> and yeah. be like, guys, yeah. look what you're missing. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty uh, listen to it next snowfall next snowfall try right. it out it's you're more sitting there that's the four wheel drive it's now. more of an you go just yeah, pull it up in the new car next that's snowfall true i will i will entertain this i will yeah, entertain next this. december or whatever you text the group you say put out a winter's tale when you are <laughs> sick to death of trans-siberian orchestra and mariah carey and all that nonsense try i'm gonna have tale i'm gonna have to turn manheim steamroller off for this uh, okay. Mannheim steamroller. It's great good stuff. Bum, but... bum, 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 bum. No, actually, <laughs> actually, to be fair, my Christmas album is the uh, Charlie Brown Vince Guaraldi trio, but that's yes. okay. Nor yeah. here, nor there. All right. My Christmas album is the Enemy of the State soundtrack. Oh, that's, <laughs> okay. that's a classic. Yeah, absolutely. Then mine's the Die Hard tr- soundtrack, then, if we're going to go that way. Uh, I, I don't know, Trevor Rabin, Harry Gregson, Williams, it's a hard duo to beat yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's a beautiful day reprise, Kev. No surprise I'm keeping this one around. Give it a love. Does that bump me over 59%? No. No, okay, so we're not going any higher. Yeah. If <laughs> anything, it's going to go lower. Yeah, even though it is a reprise of another song, I love this song, and uh, I appreciated some of the beefier drums in this version, mm. to be honest. So, uh, big love, and wish the album ended here. Chris? Yeah, it's, uh, you talk about uh, moments that get the blood going. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a fat-sounding weird song, but it it works in an unconventional way, so I'll give it a love, yeah. And Mark? I don't particularly appreciate the Pink Floyd style uh, of constantly starting and ending in the same place, but Queen can be forgiven because they really didn't do that too often. No, so it's a pass here. I'll give this right. one a love. Okay. Okay. Right now for the, right, fl- just... the, fl- the flushathon, the, the flush train. Yeah, are we, we bringing go. that down? Alex, start us off. Yeah. Kev? The flush train. <laughs> 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 well, Did we got to keep it going. Yeah. Well, 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 what? well. Give me a second. Yeah, I haven't. Why, I haven't teed one yet, so let's tee it up. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can yeah, just the, picture yeah as like a, a, like a, a, golf, a golf ball. ball. <laughs> and then when you hit it, it goes yeah. Chris? Yeah, you can watch it. Yeah, it's not the best yeah that's ever been uttered. Yeah. <laughs> let's just... Let's just... I, I, w- I was thinking of the uh, Paul Stanley let's, yeah and lick it up. That's let, that's that's a yeah for the ages. Yeah. Let me just yeah. let me just say this. Let me just say this. I'm gonna get right up on the mic, so my voice is probably distorting. Chris terminated. I was born to love you and flushed. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, you're damn right I did. Mark! Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in Chris's sewers, there are remnants of the nuclear blast. There is also jump, may I remind you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah somehow squeaks by. Uh, you know what? I want to see all the flushes and tea. You got little mud men. You got yeah. jump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to enter, give our audience something to... Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens on the uh, Instagram and Reddit. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be, I'll be getting some uh, yeah, middle fingers on there. Yeah, I, I've got uh, uh, in memory of uh, uh, Mr. Labar. I got, Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> and this is not oh, yeah. one of those. This one gets the tea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the tea. This, yeah, it gets the tea. You know, if we're going by the dictionary, the, the Supreme Court defined definition of, of termination. It does nothing for the catalog, should have never <laughs> exist, brings nothing to the discography, and having a little... I mean, the, the amount of time I'm talking about this song is just a waste of time. We should, I don't know why we yeah. spent five minutes in total going over. No, we, yeah. we didn't. We didn't. So let's move uh, the on. Only, the we, need o- yeah. com- we need some comedic relief. Come on, we gotta. Yeah, <laughs> I'm flushing the next one. I think everyone is right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm giving it a T. I'm giving it a T. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I didn't tea. I didn't tea. Yeah. You got to make it official. Yeah. The only reason I didn't tea. Yeah, is because I kind of laugh at it. That's it, and I can use it as a soundbite. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I believe the order should be. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait a second, because Chris loves these this kind of stuff. I, yeah, I wouldn't but I get, put it past I mean, Chris to his little ambient uh, dentist office background music. Chris, I don't what know why. Contrib- I, you know, I feel guilty not for not putting it on and just seeing how it went over in our. Uh, I mean, I didn't. I didn't hate it. It was getting a little long and boring. Like well, if it was shorter, minutes, yeah. it would have been. It would have been all right. Like I didn't hate the first. Short, you know, shorter is in about twenty seconds instead yeah. of twenty-two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah are, but it, it's nothing I'm returning to. And it, yeah, there's, there's other, yeah, there are other artists yeah who kind of made a career out of this music and did it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, here it just doesn't. Yeah, it's almost like a weird kind of like. At the end of a memorial, where you turn down the lights and everybody starts leaving, and it's just kind of a yeah, like, like a paying respect piece, you know, yeah. right? Everyone's uh, walking out of the funeral. <laughs> yeah, we yes. don't need to talk about this anymore. Yeah, so but that was it. That's yeah. the only reason I'm not totally killing it. Yeah, well, it, I can just hear listeners yeah. stop talking about these two songs, or probably like, yeah. oh my god, I can't believe you missed the part at fourteen thirty-two where it just goes woo, and it's like <laughs> the greatest thing that Queen ever did. Yeah. Right. and you're just so, a knob for not understanding it. Right. Yeah. So so so, so here's something, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you guys off on uh, or take you guys off guard here. This is something I've been thinking about for quite a few albums bef- uh, ago, and, and this is something yeah. we've never done before. And it, it technically kind of goes probably based on the ratings of the album, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw something at you guys here. Since this is the final Queen album, and we can kind of reflect on everything, uh, I kind of almost want to uh, bring in a new category here. If you had to present one Queen studio album to a listener... Which one would it be after okay, so everything on. we've listened to? A listener as in a person familiar with Queen, familiar with only the hits. Like, you know, like, 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 like wife, maybe. not really into Queen beyond that. Or? Yeah, like maybe like if there was like one Queen. So like outside of the greatest hits, because obviously like that's something you would probably give to somebody to get them into the band. And you'd probably give somebody your playlist. If there was like a studio album, like, you know, here, check this out. Uh, maybe jazz, because it kind of represents the kind of everything that they were about with still kind of preserving the Queen kind of vibe because uh, i mean yeah i mean yeah like sure heart attack is a great rocking album but it's not necessarily 
where they would ultimately be like which would come with the next record which was yeah night at the opera which was kind of uh but that one's kind of played out a little bit i think it, i mean if you really want to if you appreciate music on the level that we do i think yeah maybe an album like jazz or even the game maybe but i think jazz would probably be a cool place to start i am going with innuendo uh it's it's out of the three nines i gave the top three queen albums innuendo is the third nine but i think innuendo has the story of freddie's last days going beside it that i think makes for Mm -hmm. a more interesting presentation and adds depth to the songs in ways that cannot be replicated so i think that innuendo is the the deepest, if not intentionally so, of my three favorite Queen albums, mm-hmm. including Jazz and Sheer Heart Attack. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I know I said that The Game was my favorite Queen record, but yeah, that's true. I mean, it does have some of the 80s vibe with Another One Bites the Dust. I, I will say I don't really feel like it has like a full-on hard rocker, like a... Uh, uh, like a Stone Cold Crazy, though, where maybe does jazz have more of a representing some of that real hard rock that they do? It, yeah, it's got a little bit of everything. That's why I kind of said in even the weirder parts are very strong. Where if yeah, you can't be, oh, I'm joined. Oh, yeah. yeah, dead on time. Uh, I don't know that. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Don't stop me now. Maybe the best Queen Fun song. Too. Yeah, oh, uh, maybe oh, I'll have to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Jazz no may fun be police blowing the whistle on you for not having yeah. enough fun. I, I mean, I know, <laughs> I know, I know most people. I know most people would normally pick a night at the opera, but I don't know. We Maybe don't jazz like people. Well, the thing with the thing with jazz is that it's a full. It's probably the of that era was probably the fullest album they did. I mean, the, the problem with the night at the opera. I mean, I talked. I think we talked about it when we when we were going over that record. Is that it's so overshadowed by the one song. Yeah. Uh, that it's hard to appreciate that. Yeah, oh, in only seven days, too. I remember that song. What a great tune. Yeah. Talk about a deep cut nobody talks if about. If I go yeah. back to Night at the Opera, I'm going back to I'm in love with my car. Right. Yeah, exactly. 39. I love 39. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean, that's where the casual fan would. But I would say if you want something that's a little bit more unique, I would go with jazz. And then uh, I was just saying because jazz doesn't have one. I mean, Don't Stop Me Now is an incredible song, but... Uh, uh, but luckily, it doesn't overtake the album like Bohemian Rhapsody does on A Night at the Opera, as far as yeah the general population. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's why I that's why jazz I think is a good kind of top to bottom. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with you, Chris yeah, I and Alex, especially because you got the goof. Like you have Mustafa, which is a little different, right? You get right. a little of that feeling. Yeah. You have Fat Bottom Girls, and you have Bicycle Race, and that's kind of you right. get all that, and then you have Fun It. Which is like, well, yeah, that's which is incredible. Yeah. Right, right. But it's also like, you know, as tempted as I am to give somebody hot space. Um, yeah. But that kind of shows that hot space direction a little bit. So right. you, you get a, little, a lot yeah. of what they it, it was probably, Some of the yeah. sissy stuff isn't bad. I know everyone else flushed it according to the charts here, but leaving home ain't easy. Oh, that was, like that was Brian's kind of that song, right? Yeah. Soft, you know, yeah. you know yeah. touch oh, yeah. rock that. Right, that just Man, rams, that's honestly that's something that I didn't even realize that I missed. That we haven't had one of those Brian led singles in a long time. Remember, we were yeah. having it every album, and I was like 100% yeah, on well, all of them. No, they were starting to go downhill. There they was were. A couple of stock Brian songs that weren't good.
And that's a great outro to Queen. Yeah. I don't know. What was the one? Sail Away, Sweet Sister, I that's think, a good was the one, one that... Okay, so this was brings there me... There was some. Into anyway, yeah, go ahead. A, a, a thought that I also had ruminating uh, over the last couple of episodes. Uh, Alex mentions this a few times. Songs that he's glad that he's found. Yeah. And that you would only find doing... Uh, the over the course of going track by track, album by album, any anybody want to throw out some songs that they are very glad that they have found? Maybe not buys, but just you know, really you, things that you'll go back to and just be like, I'm happy that I found that. Uh, now, Machi- now, I'm here. now I'm here. Even though yeah. it is considered a greatest hit song and probably a big staple, I didn't know it, and that's yeah, that was that was huge. always one of my favorite songs of there that going way back. But yes, for me, uh, need your machine- love and te- yeah. need your love tonight for me. Yeah. Machines is probably for me. That was a song that totally Machines. caught me off. Machines. That's a yeah, song that I like, hey, even when we were doing oh, the yeah. miracle, uh, like we were when we were past, like two albums past. I was I kept going back to that song. It was just the uh, it's just such a weirdly unique kind of weird rock song that I just yeah I just totally ate it up. I'm yeah. going with Don't Lose Your Head, obviously. Uh, yeah. Thirty nine for a completely different vibe. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I love that skiffle sound for thirty nine. Thirty nine is a what? song I felt bad about. I think I did. I terminate or did I flush thirty nine? Uh, you did not like it. Let me see. Uh, but that was a song that. later on, like with Kevin Ward, started you creeping into it. my brain. I started humming it, and I kind of feel mm-hmm. guilty for. <laughs> I'll yeah. one vision maybe, and I'll even say scandal. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you for Well, I knew you. about Scandal beforehand, mm-hmm. so I can't say I just Seaside it. Rendezvous. But, hmm. Remember that, that one? Song, yeah. 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 Th- that was one of those where that style hit. Yeah, where it just kind of worked. That, yeah. that would have had that, that three, six, two, five, yeah. one turnaround that I love so much. Yeah. I'm in love with my car is a good one that I'm glad I found. Yeah. Um Bring back that Leroy Brown, another one. Bring that, back that Leroy Brown. I, I would go back well, to I, that. We gotta we gotta say fun it, of course. Right. I, like, I will gotta I'm, get a Roger. There is one more that I uh, that comes to mind as far as going back to the first record, uh, old old King Rat. I don't know. I love the just the groove of that song. Yeah, just really, it's a it's a great early rocker. Yeah, just kind of meat cool potatoes. cat. Oh yeah. Oh, cool <laughs> you know what I want to do now, yeah. Avalon Club. Yeah. What I want to do now, knowing the uh, trajectory of Queen since the first record until now. Just, you know, down the road when my palate has been cleansed, I'd like to go back and listen to the Queen discography again because I feel like I, I would appreciate stuff more. Yeah, yeah there's Does one anybody- thing. I, mean, I Yeah, I respect the band a hell of a lot more. I mean, not that I didn't before, but yeah, I just appreciate just kind of the, 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 the tightness of that group. Yeah, even though it didn't necessarily yeah. hit all the time, but there was a definite chemistry. Yeah, that a lot of ba- other bands didn't have. And there, there's yeah. another question that's kind of burning, a burning question for me is that Queen, in in doing this record and looking up the Spotify plays and just kind of like following the news and looking things up and reading articles and, and all that, is that I had no idea that Queen is basically universally the number one modern rock band. Maybe that's riding the, the wave of Bohemian Rhapsody, which came out three years ago. Maybe it's just the greatest hits, but we talked about this with Floyd and Floyd being as big as they were. Does Queen deserve to be number one, like no. the most listened to Spotify rock artist would, of all time? Like, do they would, deserve the extremely high, the billion I mean, dollars that they made off of I, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I know, I'm not going to say why, but I... I know a big part of why they're as big as they are, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm just stating the facts that it helps. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. when you're talking about musically, 
yeah, I don't consistency wise. I'm talking musically consistency right. wise for me. I mean, some of their singles are deservedly like unreal. Like they will outplay any of my favorite bands. But if you're talking right. about consistency, like deep cut wise, like full albums, definitely not. no. It's weird. Yeah, there. Are, I've never, and I, I think we talked about this a couple of times throughout the discussion. I mean, I've never seen a band who got such longevity out of just uh as far as just singles i mean i know some other bands have done but no nobody like queen has done it i mean for a band that is as big as they were and has got such a kind of an uneven catalog i mean mark you and i talked about i mean they did i mean yeah queen never had uh they never had the double diamond yeah uh except for no just their greatest hits uh which is yeah but that that that, that just tells you i mean that they were the, the singles were there were that was the arena that they excelled and it wasn't doing like 10 songs that are all radio staples they never did that uh, they had one juggernaut and then or one or two juggernauts and then a bunch of other like maybe appreciated by the deep the hardcore fans and and i don't know maybe like again we're talking from because again f- from an american perspective i mean we yeah, all know true. that we all we all know that yeah that this band is enormous in england and probably the the uh, yeah it's probably much different over there where like yeah where they where they look at it is well each, each all these albums are yeah, or top to bottom, but it's weird. But when you think, it's really weird. Yeah, because when you think of like a Back in Black or a or a Master of Puppets or a Zeppelin Four, I mean, which are universally loved across both ponds, that's another argument you can make. Yeah, that well, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe that's not necessarily true. That there, maybe if one perspective, yeah, maybe sees it differently. Where, uh, uh, where as in America, we only see yeah half of. The, or understand half of it where the rest of it just doesn't click mm-hmm. uh, so i don't know it's it's weird like again i don't know if if queen is just a real yeah they just connected more outside of the country uh, across the board than they did here but that leads, uh, i don't that, know yet. that begs the question of how influential they were even outside of america queen is one of those bands i mean can you imagine a, a band that is consistently number one or top five everywhere you look in in terms of listens and consumption yeah it's, it's weird yeah but they just, yet yeah. they I mean, who, what, like, what band would you say, like, yeah, that's a Queen-influenced band? Because let's go with the other ones here. ACDC, I mean, hugely influential to just yeah. the rock sound. Uh, oh, number yeah. three, Linkin Park. I mean, tons of copycat, like, just, you know, rap-rock hybrids. Uh, Panic at the Disco. Uh, I'll leave that one alone. That's, that's maybe a little outlier. Uh, wait, on- I'm sorry, Mark, are you asking what bands— queen is influenced no no i'm yeah. talking about bands that uh like are in that top five right now oh. in terms of spotify i mean like talking about all the red hot chili peppers yeah i mean like guns and roses and 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 green day and and you know bon jovi and just like everyone wanted to be these bands metallica how many metallica you know how many bands were inspired by metallica yeah. versus nirvana like versus how many bands were inspired by queen i mean obviously there's the my chemical Ram- romance question or connection that i brought right. up a the couple dark, of times the but, darkness yeah, yeah but you would still say there's as much acdc as in there as anything else i think what people did and maybe queen made it difficult on themselves is that a lot of people took inspiration and in like bits and pieces from queen but you can never really do like, what they did, what they did, you, yeah. You can you can be an ACDC copycat and make a decent yeah. living for yourself. Right? Like Airborne, you know? I know is one. It, yeah, Airborne. yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. plenty of that going around, and you can be, I don't know, a Green Day copycat. But you know, you can go right into that kind of style and, and make it. But if if you try to be very much like Queen, it gets very obvious very quickly. Well, even so Queen had a hard time being Queen. Queen? Yeah. Yeah. Does that it makes elevate them, your yeah, opinion yeah, they're definitely, of Queen that they're not yeah. able to be replicated? 
Yeah, I agree. Because even, like I said, uh, uh, I mean, even they struggled with what they were doing. Yeah, so how could somebody copy something that was very difficult in the first place? Yeah, for the band who's creating that their own little world. I mean, it's yeah, like I don't Queens think, yeah. were humans trying to solve some kind of mathematical puzzle that is, you know, the best struggle with. And Queen just gave it their best shot. Yeah, and they. Yeah. And this is what we have for it. So it's right. tough to really throw them too much criticism, considering that you know when you're talking about. You know, even a great band like Led Zeppelin and, you know, just, you know, or, or, you know, how influential they were and how much they trickled down to everyone right. else where Queen just, you know, maybe that elevates them for me that they I, I agree. created yeah, it, something it, that nobody else has been able and, to and do. Queen didn't excel at anything other really than just saw like ridiculously complex song presentations. Right. And yeah. or unconventional, just virtuoso yeah. level singing like Queen but, was not. Yeah, they're, tippy, they're tippy. yeah. They were unconventional. I mean, that's probably the most. I mean, if there's a band, rock band that demonstrates unconventionality or whatever, it's it's them. It makes them unique. I mean, again, we talk about yeah. As far as especially now, bands trying to uh, trying to distinguish themselves from the rest. I mean, it's yeah, you don't see it like you did when Queen came out or whatever. I mean, it's such a difficult path to walk. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's fascinating that they made a career at all. I mean, and they again that they're the number one listen band on. I mean, I've never seen a band out of anybody that we listen to yeah, who's done it the way that they've done it. I mean, talk about rolling the dice every time. I mean, they literally just without even yeah, like, OK, this probably isn't going to work, but it, we're going to give it a shot. And it did it better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's this- weird. It's fascinating. I mean, yeah, they've always fascinated me because they never they don't they didn't operate like any normal AAA band or contemporaries of their era. This may be a knock or and and a praise at yeah. them at the same time. Yeah is that some of their biggest hits were very derivative, though. Another One Bites the Dust, crazy little thing called Yeah, Love. who knows? It could have been just the you timing, can, you too. Can yeah, say yeah, that but they those... started off with Killer Queen, which is not derivative. No, no, I know, I know. And obviously that's very much the Queen sound. But if you're talking about, you know, we talked about all the influences and like, oh, how they can pull from this and still have a hit, how they can pull from that and still have a hit. It's very impressive, no doubt, you know, that's very impressive. But at the same time, you can't deny that uh, they were actually pulling from other people and having hits as opposed to people trying to pull from them. Yeah, their no, sound I mean, I, I made well, one, last, yeah, I, one last question here. We've done, we've gotten all the way through four full discographies so far to refresh. And if you haven't listened to them, um, Van Halen, Metallica, Pink Floyd, and Queen. Let's rank them in terms of respect you have for the band after examining and diving into their entire catalog ranked from least respected no most respected to least respected anyone want to start um yeah i'll start i guess um i would say queen is probably my number one i really came away with yeah just how yeah just the way that they kind of conducted their business i mean really yeah and just yeah and they're pretty much the one band who just it was those four guys regardless of Mm -hmm. what happened what's what was going on in music whether or not everything they did hit all the time they still respected each other's place and it still worked I mean, even though it wasn't consistent it's still i don't know i mean again it didn't ultimately yeah for them as being this huge global phenomenon i mean they didn't it didn't hurt them so it yeah it's like they kept it together and they still made it work on an enormous scale which i don't uh, the other bands i don't think were well, qu- as, quickly yeah. throw out how you'd order them okay uh so yeah so queen number one uh then i would probably go um maybe metallica number two uh just that they kind of came back around with uh, uh sure they came far, back 
Keep, you yeah. can keep going. Just, just throw um, and then uh, probably Van Halen three, uh, and then Pink Floyd probably four. Uh, okay. Anybody yeah. else got a? Yeah, I'll go I mean, oh, oh, go okay. ahead, go ahead, Kev. Yeah, and, and again, this is not the order in which the music I like. But if you're talking about straight respect, I'd have to probably say Queen. Van Halen, Metallica, Pink Floyd. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with that. And that's a really good point, Chris, because if you're thinking about, I mean, you look at the drama between all the bands, like every oh, band except except kind of Queen. Yeah, they only had brief moments. Like, uh, I mean, like even yeah, if they okay. did, I feel like they were friends and brothers until the very end. Yeah. Yeah, they had albums that didn't perform as well. But it was never due to like a drama thing or like guys not liking each other. No, it's, it's them not, working it's together. Not, yeah, it's not like Queen really ever had like a some kind of monster where a therapist had to come in and you had your <laughs> Saint Anger era. There was never a Van Halen three where they had to get different singers, strung out moments, strung out moments, and even like Pink Floyd where you know David, Dave, and 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 that's uh, still really Roger. bad. And that's, and that's the thing why I rated Pink Floyd though because there's still unresolved issues there and the, and the way that the yeah. band ended and even the material. Was was not it didn't really okay I mean, and, you know, let's, and let's that, face it yeah. the members that we uh despite that yeah down. we don't even though half the band. even though pink floyd did put out one of my favorite albums ever without raj but still you know yeah i, um, I am going to go yeah. uh i'm going to complete the universality of queen being my most respected of the four i am going to put pink floyd at number two simply for the way they navigated the post barrett era and that they were able to refine themselves, not just to refine themselves and put out sure. something decent, but refine themselves and put out like a series of three of the greatest, most influential, most heard, most bought Celebrated, albums yeah. of all time. Yeah. I'm going to put okay. Van Halen at three simply for the ability to cut uh, decent tracks uh, amongst such turmoil and personnel changes and across three different eras. And I will just put Metallica as four. Uh, simply because at their greatest, they're simply doing what they used to do better when they were younger. You know, I'm not putting them down at number four. It's just there's a lot there that's just like, well, the best you can do is kind of just try to do Master of Puppets or Ride the Lightning again. And there's honestly just too many bad directions that you went in the meantime mm-hmm. for me to really see that. And maybe they're just too front James dominated um, and, you know, just for better or for worse. Again, it's not a bad ranking at four, right. but I still think that Queen is universally probably Probably the most respected rock band. I mean, it, it's uh, at least among the four of us. Yeah. I would yeah. agree. And, and you can argue about the rest of those three till the day ends, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's a clear number. Did we all yeah. pick a different number two? Yeah, Chris picked Metallica. You guys picked Van Halen. Yeah. I picked Floyd. And so. you picked Floyd, yeah. Interesting well, yeah, closing uh, to Queen. If you've been looking for a, uh, a, a comprehensive Queen discography, hopefully our oh, I don't know, 32 hours of content on it has not put you to complete sleep. It's over. Wake up. It's time for something new. Uh, But in the meantime, we will be doing a special episode uh, in between our uh, next discography, which will be a short one, mercifully. Uh, We will be actually covering a band uh, with some post-punk roots who had only put out five albums in total and arguably end at their peak. Stick around to find out who that might be.